Hello. Hello. Welcome to the Ken and Stu Show episode. What? No, don't eight. do that again. Eight. Yes, it is. Oh, it actually is. Yeah, it Yay. is. Well done. I got it right. Well okay, rewind. I'm going to award myself rewind. one rewind. pinch on the arm. Rewind. Oh. Welcome to episode nine. Oh, Ken, you got it wrong. It's actually eight. <laughs> what the hell did I do? You dickhead. Yeah, I'm anyway, this anyway. is the show where me, Stu, and my dear friend... Hello, Ken. There. Yeah, I just—I gave you a wave that you can't possibly see. But you can—they can feel it in their hearts. Yeah. Well, this is the show. Okay, hang on. Where, we, mate, mate, you can like mate, 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 don't don't fondle the mic. I, I, I was only—I was only psychically fondling it. Though. Yeah, but it was still practically inappropriate. Well, they're all going to feel it now, though, aren't they? Yeah, that's they will know thing. that I am welcoming them. Ken and Sue show the show that strokes your cock. <laughs> or, 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 yeah, or clitoris. No, I think that's a bit much on the first date. Well, on the first date, yeah, but on the first date, stroking the cock is probably a bit much and all. Well, but yeah, but men are just, you know, vile perverts, and, you know, they, they would probably welcome any sort of attention. That's true. They're all awful. Yeah. And e- you'll find out why this is relevant. <laughs> no, 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 no. Later on. Yeah. Uh, but no, this is, the show, <laughs> this is the show where me and Ken both talk about films and give dating advice. Okay, mm. so... Because we are the best people yeah. in the world to be giving dating advice. Dating tip number one, mm? make sure you find out um, the person's name. Yeah, that is really important. It's really important. I've been on like third dates and I didn't know. Really? And I'd be like, so how are you doing? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's How's a really it going, good... uh, uh, friend? Do you know what? More than friend? More than. Yeah. yeah. Do you More know what? Than. That's a really good trick though because I don't know, that will never fit. If you just go there, <laughs> they'll go, yeah. yeah. They'll, well, they'll the thing is, I'm the kind of person who doesn't remember anyone's name. And have like frequently worked in departments for like nine weeks and not known anyone's name at the mm. end. Yeah, be like, oh, Stu, could you go and get like Ben? And I'm like, sure, I'll get Ben. And then I would just go out and just beg someone to get. Who's Ben? ben? Yeah, which one of you <laughs> is Ben? It's like me. We've known each other for, for literally even longer than this job. Yeah, I mean, we, you gave me one of your kidneys for God's sake, and I'd be like, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm going to need that back. I did just reach into the incision. I did actually get stick uh, towards the end of my last job where I'd been there for. Over two years, everybody in that job was contained on the one floor, mm. and there were people who's who I didn't even recognise, <laughs> and I'd seen them every day. Yeah, and you were just like, "Don't care, mate." Don't care, but you're quite yeah. hot, so yeah. you know. Eventually, I will care. You know, yeah. just well, give us a bit of time. Ken, there being great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we usually kick this off uh, talking about some films we've seen recently. Indeed, we're going to talk about one main film we've we've both seen very recently, but yes. we'll do that after the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess I won't do that anymore. <laughs> we're doing this. <laughs> okay, what we're doing here is the sample speech. <laughs> <laughs> From which version of the game is it? Oh, I don't know. Say Commodore 64. Yeah. Or the Commodore 64 version of the Ghostbusters game, when it does the it goes <laughs> <laughs> like really bad sampled speech. And for me and Ken, that's now a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's everyone else's thing as well. Yeah. yeah. Come on, you all want to do it? Just yeah. go for it. Just go. Yeah. Just let your hearts run free. But Ken, uh, let's talk about something other than Ghostbusters. Uh, all right. First of all, what films have you seen recently at all that uh, aren't relevant to the thing we're talking about later? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I saw the Nice Guys. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, follow, yeah. I, I followed up too. on your advice and saw the nice guys. And you Matt, did it. fucking loved it. Yeah, it's great, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, Matt, I'm surprised. I was really 
I was impressed with how effortless it was. It was really engaging right from the start. Yeah. I, I had a blast with it. I mean, it's one that I would definitely go back to. Oh, yeah. Um, the chemistry is just is just really good. It doesn't slow down long enough to get boring. It's, yeah. it's really funny in places. And that... Uh, the actress that plays um, the girl, uh, Ryan Gosling's yeah, daughter. she's a revelation. Yeah, she's fucking amazing. She's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I was mm -hmm. really taken with her. So yeah, that that was all good. Um, not much more to say on it. I just just had a really good time with it. Yeah, I I think I talked about it, didn't I? On, you, yeah. you did briefly. In I the last found one. it. I just found it all round a satisfying yeah, movie. Yeah, it was really. just uh, it, it was just it was funny, and it was quirky without being like affected like. Kind of look, we're being quirky, like Wes Anderson's. Sort of yeah, thing. Oh. It, it, it it felt like a auteur movie without being overtly stylistic, which I quite like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, well, it put, put it this way: I yeah. we we I took someone. We saw the trailer for it, and the, and the person I was with, um, you know, was like, "Oh, oh, do you like the look of that?" And she went, "Nah, mm. nah." Mm. Um, and she came with me, and she was totally won over by it. She was like, "Oh my god, I'm so glad I went to see that." Yeah, just yeah. really, really good. Um, Cracking tits in it and all. What, Ryan Gosling? No, on, I meant on the women who had the tits out in the movie. There were there were breasts in, in that. Yeah, film? there were quite a lot of breasts in that. Film. I was I was you know I sh I had my eyes squeezed shut because I was laughing so hard I didn't even know it. Well, you need to watch it again then. I definitely need to revisit that with your lad out. Yep. Mm, absolutely. Yep. I'm not 16 anymore, so that won't work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't get off anymore unless no, you're watching you... a woman like impale a dead dog. Pretty. Whoa. <laughs> you know when I used to do the uh, true story? You know when I used to do the radio show with Richard? Yeah. Um, no. I managed. To... Who's, who's Richard? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. I managed to like viscerally upset him by saying as a joke that Russell Brand can't come unless he's gouging a dog's eyes at the point of climax. He's gouging a dog's eyes. And he was like so upset by the fact that I'd said that. It was awesome. He was like, it wasn't even like, ah, oh, ah. Oh. It was like, like anger. why would you say that? Why would you say that shit? Well, Richard's very easily upset because he was in Vietnam. That's yeah, true, yeah. Let's yeah. not make light of the funnest war ever Vietnam. Well, no, I'm not making light of it. I'm saying yeah. he was actually I mean, there. it was an awesome war, but let's not make light of it. <laughs> well, if, if Platoon's mm. anything to go by, it was great. Hugely entertaining war. Yes. yes. Yeah. Although, no, I can't, I can't honestly say Platoon was entertaining. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it had its moments of like decent drama, I thought. Oh, no, it was... Like the war. No, no I mean, it was hmm. really good. I just... Couldn't class it as entertaining. Yeah, fair enough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, um, I mean, it's all of a stone movie. How could you? Exactly. World Trade Center. Matt, yeah. Cracking nine eleven there. Cracking. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's 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 move away from that. Okay. Um. What else did I see? I saw. Oh, Independence Day resurgence. Oh Jesus. Have you seen the original Independence Day? Yeah, I've seen it a bunch of times. Okay. Um, I'm yeah. not a huge fan. I recognise it for the popcorn entertainment that it is. But do you? Could you sit through it and say, yeah, that was all right. I could sit through it and say, like, this is the best I can do. For <laughs> its genre, this is probably the best it's going to get mm. in terms of the big disastrous kind yeah, of yeah. sci-fi. But I don't really enjoy watching it that much. Mm. And you couldn't mm. pay me to watch Research and Okay, fair enough. Well, yeah. the thing is, right, okay, so, yeah. I mean, I went back and watched the original Independence Day just before it. Um, mm -hmm. And it's still, I feel it's just... It's in in that vein of just nineties sort of blockbusters. I know it kicked off a whole row of other disaster stuff. Yeah. Um, but 
but it, it it doesn't really feel like a disaster movie to me. It just feels like a, a really you know engaging sci-fi comedy with yeah. you know Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum being really charming and excellent. Yeah. Um, and it it passes the time. It's you know for the the time that it was made in. Yeah. Just really quite enjoyable. Not like a favorite or anything, but you know, good. Yeah. Um, easy to get into, I think. I, I, it's got that one scene with the bloody dog that just gets me every time yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. I love course, that. But you know, I've thought, I think I've talked about that before. I'm so. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Resurgence yeah. is the polar opposite. Is it? Um, it's really the move from film. Yeah. To digital. Digital. Yeah. Has really sucked all the joy out of that. Well, that it possibly can. We've talked about this before, I think, but yeah. anything shot on film has. It, you could. I, I think I think it's fairly objective point to say anything that's shot on film is going to have a superior, more absorbed, more atmospheric texture. Yeah. The to, to a cinema than, yeah. than anything shot on digital. Like the film we saw today, yeah. looked like shit because of yeah. the digital, and we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about. But that no, later. I absolutely get what you mean. Yeah. yeah. So the, there's just there's something about the the look of film that draws you in from the beginning. Yes, definitely. This, it's kind of like what you said about X Men Apocalypse. It yeah. looks synthetic. Yeah. Uh, the, you, you you don't look like you're seeing anything with actual substance. There's there's nothing texturally there that's interesting. Everything looks really murky and depressing. Yeah. yeah. Um, the it it doesn't recapture that just that zing of those you know eighties sort of nineties blockbusters. You know, yeah. it, it doesn't have that sort of charm and like feel to it. Where everything you know it can be broadly sketched, but you've got enough going on that is just engaging. Mm-hmm. It just keeps moving along at a, a really you know good yeah. pace. Yeah. Um, this one. Basically, like you know, they they talk about you know they've been preparing for twenty years to build up Earth's defenses, and when they when the aliens turn up again, it's just like, all oh, right, well, we better get to work then. Mm. It's 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 not an event there's anymore. No gravitas. No, there's something weird about because it's obviously set twenty years in the future from that film, and they have basically sort of um, utilized the remain to the alien technology that was left to. Yeah, change like the technology of Earth. It it's not a recognizable Earth anymore. So there's, there's there's nothing really to relate to in terms of the the scale of the destruction or the threat or anything. There's there's no real effort made to feel the threat of it. Um, I mean, there's literally a point where a spaceship picks up an entire city and deposits it <laughs> deposits it on top of another city. Yeah. And, there's just no. That sense just sounds boring. Of, there's just no sense of scale anymore. Yeah, um, you take. Well, the thing is, when you take something like that and you pixel perfect the shit out of yeah, it with yeah. digital, I mean, you're, what you're watching is just like, well, this isn't, you know. That's it. If it We're, was like a model. Yeah, that's it. I can imagine if the, if they'd had that idea. Yeah. And done it 20 years ago, that would have looked spectacular. Yeah. And but I was just like, well, the White House looks spectacular to yeah, this day. Exactly. In the original, I would say. But it was I had a really funny experience. There were four. I mean, it was the midnight show, and it was the IMAX yeah. um, show, and it was practically empty. Well, yeah, nobody and gives it, a shit. And about five minutes in, yeah. these four young guys came in and sat in front of me. Yeah. And they can't, they, they must have been like late teens, early 20s. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, and, and all I could think of was, they must think this looks really quaint and yeah. old. Because it doesn't feel like... A modern day blockbuster. It's, oh, it, did they show the first one before they showed? Um... Uh, they they might have. Yeah, no, uh, I, I, I think they did a. No, I just yeah. 
it do, it looks generic. It, do, it, it doesn't look like it's it's really keeping up right, with right. what they can do now in oh, film, I see. right? Okay. Um, it look and you know they'd be coming in and going, who the hell are these guys? Like, yeah. you know, kids, I doubt would know who Jeff Goldblum is <laughs> or Brent yeah. Spiner. You know, and well, most kids have seen Jurassic Park. I'd have thought, yeah, maybe. But he, he looks so different now. He's yeah, like, he does, you know, yeah. he's twenty years on. Um, I mean, he's still the best thing in it. Also, the I mean, it just doesn't escalate. To say that it's been twenty years since the last one, and now they're bringing out a new one, it just doesn't. There's no sense of escalation. I, my, enough to justify it. I think, and it's not even fun enough to want to say, okay, well that repeats itself. But you know what? At least I had it passed a couple of hours. It was a bit it, of fun. Is it the you same know? director? Is it Emmerich? Yeah, it's, it's Emmerich. Emmerich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, also, there is hideous. Really blatant sledgehammer sequel bait right at the end. Oh Christ! Um, because they think this is going to be successful enough to make another one. And how is it's it done? Very, Do you know how it's done? Uh, he basically says, "Nobody oh, talks about it." So no, there's, um, no, word, I, there's I, no word of mouth. Yeah, I, I don't think it's done particularly well. And it's come well. and gone, hasn't and, it? Yeah, and I'm not surprised to be honest. It was just very flat and, and dull. It yeah. was. It was um, you know, I was I was looking forward to it, and I I got to say, it just didn't deliver on any scale at all like there, there was not a part of it that I enjoyed no. and you know it, I walked out in the pissing rain to go and see it and I walked back in the pissing rain I was like I got soaked twice for this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck you Emmerich yeah hmm. I just I couldn't be arsehole no that's I was like why do this now yeah you know it's gotta be money hasn't it I mean yeah it's really fair enough but um, no. it doesn't even take the the template of something where you know you've got I know you haven't seen these, so it's, I, I won't say too much, but, like, Alien. Yeah. And when you developed the sequel, Aliens, how, like, how, what a, a huge leap that was in terms of what, what he was doing with it. You know, the central characters, the actual yeah. scale of well, the I, I know the basic difference between Alien yeah. and Aliens. And it was, kind of it was movie, just, it? it was, you know, it, it justified itself in yeah. terms of how, how far it was pushing it. This just does the same thing. It expects you to go, woo! Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, not quite... Not like, like that. A that. Ghost. <laughs> like, ooh. Yeah. Oh. Or maybe even a. What about it? Oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, not bad. Huh? Yeah. How about like. Oh. I more had a sort of. <sighs> what about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish I was watching. <laughs> I haven't watched a huge number of films lately, but I have seen one film. I'd like to very briefly discuss, and when I say very briefly, I mean very, very fucking briefly. Please keep this brief, because I know yeah. which one you're going to talk about. Yeah. Well, I decided, as the man who watches all the grim movies... Uh, who which we discussed the, in yeah. the last podcast. You really watches... should have saved this for the last podcast. Yeah, you? but I forgot. I, di well, I didn't watch it. Then. Should we actually not discuss it this time and just tack on, like, make a special edition of the last podcast where you briefly talk about this film? No. Okay. Um, I decided. I decided because, frankly, I've seen like loads of in my in my sort of interest in censorship and uh, which we talked about last time, and you know, violent cinema and mm -hmm. cinema that's challenging. And by challenging, I don't mean challenging like thoughtfully. I mean challenging like get a load of this shit kind of thing. <laughs> Extreme cinema. Get it down you know. your gum. I decided I would watch a Serbian film because it's which, one of the main ones. Which you know? which which Serbian film did you watch? Yeah. <laughs> Ah! Uh, it's one of the main ones of this. Right? <laughs> one of the main ones of this. This is why we win the podcast awards. Sue says, the Serbian film is one of the main ones of this. That's on a box. That's a box quote. Stuart Jett, a Serbian film is one of the main ones of this. One star. One star. It's basically... 
basically, to put it very briefly, it's about a chap who gets into because uh, he's, he's got money problems with his family and stuff. So he decides to do, do a porno shoot that turns out to not be what he thought it was going to be. That's mm-hmm. all I'm going to say. Um, and it's got a hugely dark sort of reputation for being extreme, and mm-hmm. it's kind of extreme. But the problem is, the whole thing is shot like a glossy music video, which means nothing has any impact. Um, it's all glorious digital HD, like I- intricately lit, kind of slick, mm. expensive looking, yeah. and that takes away any scuzziness or any realism that could have been gleaned from the movie, really. Mm. So you're watching things happen that are completely, completely fucking reprehensible. And you're just like, uh, you know, whatever, this is doing nothing. It's not, you know, you don't watch something like, I don't know. Uh, by the way, don't Google these movies. Don't like look them up. Either. <laughs> don't go on Wikipedia and read the uh, synopsis of a Serbian movie because it's way worse than watching the actual movie. Because you can see it in your head. <laughs> you can imagine it being worse than it actually is. Yeah. Um, anyway, we have got movies like August Underground, which is basically a found footage style horrible murder film, and that's a shit film. But it's way more effective than this because of the fact it's done on a handheld and it looks scuzzy right. and it looks more real. Serbian film is like here are horrible things happening. Shot as if it's a Madonna music video. Who cares? Right. Basically. Okay. And I would therefore I would say a Serbian film is a pretty shitty movie and not worth watching. That's that's fair. Yeah, um, and nobody I'll, should watch it. I'll <laughs> I'll stay at this point. Yeah. Uh, have no interest in seeing it. Don't then. And even less interest in hearing about. It. Yeah. Well, that, that's good because I'm done. Or reading about it or yeah. anything. That's yeah. good because I'm done. All We're right. Done. Cool. That's the end of that. Well done. And then we can move on to our main event, sort of. The main the event. The co main event. Oh, get your fucking gloves on for this one. Our proto gloves or whatever. Proto- our PK pro- gloves. Our pro- <laughs> whatever they're called. Our love gloves. Our geist gloves. Love gloves. Yeah, love gloves. I'm going, I'm going for love gloves. Yeah, love gloves for when you really need to fist someone. Yeah. Lovingly. I would like to fist uh, Poffy. I, okay, okay. A fist, like a double fisted handshake. Congratulations on your not so much prowess. Not so much. No. We well, the thing is, we haven't even said what we have. It's uh, we watched Ghostbusters today. Yeah, we watched. We watched. Ghostbusters. We went and we saw the movie at the center of the shitstorm. Yeah, we watched Ghostbusters. Okay, and, so uh, I mean, we we covered. Yeah, we talked about our speculation. Yeah, we t- we talked about before. some of this. So so, so yeah. let's but let's just to give it a bit of context. Let's just redress it. So there's obviously been a huge, you know. Up clusterfuck yeah. um, about the female-led Ghostbusters. Yeah. A portion of it is ridiculous, misogynist yeah. trolls. And a portion of it is people who have legitimate reasons for not wanting this film and disliking it, who are portrayed as misogynist trolls in order to discount their opinion. Yeah, the the, the unfortunate thing is yeah. that the, the, everybody who has been sort of vocal about not wanting to see this film has sort of got lumped in with man the, the minority. The phrase which, is man baby. Yeah, who choose to hate this just because it's women. No, I'm which not, is ridiculous. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not blind enough to say that there yeah. isn't a portion of the audience that just look to hate it because they, you know they're misogynist. That, Everyone that is, can that, see them. Yeah, they're right that's there. definitely gone on. Yeah. Um, my concerns were obviously, you know, I hold the original film in a lot of reverence. It's one of my favorite films. Yeah. It's been that way for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, my identification with the Ghostbusters is those four guys, and regardless of who was in it, whether it was a mix or whatever, I don't want to see that film get remade. Yeah. Um, because I think it's an outstanding piece of work. I think it holds up really well today. Um, it's certainly not flawless, but I think it's it's consistently fucking excellent. I think 
as it's not though it's not flawless, I think it has enough goodwill and charm mm. to paper over any cracks, really. And energy and just yeah, yeah. yeah. It's 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 got everything going for it, basically. Yeah. Uh, the chemistry between the four guys, you know, yeah. um, is all really good. The the effects just have a really eighties charm to them. They've barely aged. Yeah, they have barely aged. And yeah. oddly. A lot of the things that I love about that film are what I don't like about the new one. Yeah, which we'll get into. So, so let's get into it. So, right, okay. So, right from the start, yeah, you you'll notice. Oh, spoilers! By the way, yeah, there's going to be there'll have, be spoilers in this. There will be spoilers Sorry. about this. Okay, so we we got spoilers. It. Yeah. So, right at the start, you notice that they put up the Ghost Corpse logo. Yeah, that's their new franchise. So this is like their product. This is basically, you know, if this is successful, and it, I imagine that it's going to do, you know, quite a bit. So already made back like three times its budget, I think. Really? Uh, or at least already. at least it exceeded its budget already. And okay. It's a budget one hundred fifty million. Where the hell did that go? Yeah, where where Fucking did hell. I would love to know where yeah. that went. Anyway, moving on. Up the, dire- <laughs> yeah. up the director's nose, probably. Yeah, maybe. Oh, libel. And listen, um, I want to say that yeah, that I, I, Paul Feig does not come off that badly. Come on. Hmm. He comes off worse than the cast. He comes off worse than the cast in terms of getting angry about people yeah. being haters. Which, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the classy thing to do is to ignore it, I think. Well, I think when people are that are that volume, you're allowed to respond. But, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, they, they, I think I've seen him on TV and stuff, and I think he's come off pretty well. Well, I, I've seen the cast on TV, and they've, yeah. they've really held themselves with, with a great amount of dignity and, and just sort of taken it on the chin. And well done, because that is that's a long time to be told that you're shit and worthless yeah. and, you know, you probably shouldn't yeah. be working. <laughs> you know, so, like, I, and just yeah. to get on with it, you know, well done. Well, can we talk about... We have talked about this to a degree, but can we talk about how we felt going in this morning before okay. we watched this movie? Um, I... I mean, nothing to do... Well, something to do, uh, particularly Melissa McCarthy, right? Okay, yeah. but based... Based on what I know of this group's yeah. particular work, I expected to go in... And get a bunch of broad, just sort of lowest common denominator jokes yeah. that were going to be really unfunny within the con within yeah. the framework of Ghostbusters, and I expected it yeah. to not even induce one laugh out of me at all. I no. was I was I was I was expecting yeah. to come out going, I'm going to fucking hate this, and yeah, I'm going to yeah, yeah. I'm going to really enjoy just tearing it apart. Yeah. For that reason, when I I, I mean I want to just quickly add to what you were saying just now about the lowest common denominator jokes. We'll get to this, but Definitely. the movie does lead with a couple of really grim jokes. I think, like the, you know, the fart joke really yeah. in the beginning, yeah. when, and then they have a they've got a fart joke, and then they compound the fart joke by turning it into a into a queef joke. Yeah, and I was just that like, was that like, does like, not bode well. No, no. And to be I, honest, having seen the rest of the movie, you wonder what the hell it was doing in there. Really? Don't yeah. You? I would have yeah. thought we'd been first thing out. Anyway, whatever. I'm sorry. My, no, going no, that's, in, that's fair. Going yeah. in, I, was, I just wanted to say that when you said about Lord yeah, no, cool, yeah, yeah. Going in, I was kind of. I had very low expectations, but I was, I won't lie, I was looking forward to finally seeing the film at the centre of the shitstorm. Mm. Because it's hard, honestly, it got to a point when I, I remembered, uh, oh yeah, it's an actual film, isn't it? Mm. Because it felt like an idea of a film. Yeah. You know, but it's <laughs> an actual a concept movie as opposed that exists to, now. Yeah. yeah, sure. But now, and it exists, and I went in and I sat down and was like, this is going to probably be not great. I do remember you saying just before yeah. it started, this feels really weird. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> so it we actually been watching it. It did feel weird because it's been scrutinised for, what, two years? Two years now, yeah. Well, actually, Ghostbusters 3 as a concept has been scrutinised for way longer than that. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in, like, in terms of, you know, when they solidified that this is yeah. what was happening. Yeah, it's but, been about 
um, to you. Yeah. So I went in, and uh, my first impressions mm. were not good. No. Because it does not put its best foot forward. No, it really start. doesn't. The start is about basically... 20 minutes of kind of. Oh. Yeah. When they, you're convinced it's what you were the, fearing. The, the start. Yeah. In its own way, and I, this feels very inept, um, yeah. basically replays the sort of library ghost assembling of the team, their first investigation bit. Yeah. Right. And unfortunately, you know, through the course of the film, and I'll come back to this later, it keeps drawing parallels with yeah. the original film. It, it invites comparison. That's and that, its that, biggest that's, mistake. That's its biggest mistake. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Definitely. But essentially it's a replay. Now, yeah. I was watching that, that first bit. So, obviously, you know, the guy's shutting up the museum or whatever yes, for the night. Yes, the, um, the stately house. Yeah, and, and yeah. yeah, that's it. And things yeah. start happening. Now, comparatively, the opening of the original film, you know... Atmospheric. You, yeah, and you've yeah. got all this stuff going on in the background. And none of it is particularly subtle, but it's not... He he employed a very standard ghost house scare yeah. in yeah. that opening scene of the new one. And I was like, fuck off seriously yeah. i have seen so much of this this is one of the most turgid drawn out yeah. you know things that you can ever see in a horror film you know regardless of you know the severity of it yeah. it's that standard oh god things get really quiet and then there's a jump scare whereas that one you know the drawers opening and the cards coming out and she yeah. she I, I don't think it's adequately explained in the film but she is supposed to be partially deaf yeah um, and it, I think it's a. It's ex- not even remotely explained yeah. in the film. No, it's but it's explained in the novelization. I think we right, probably yeah. should have been given a line or something. But yeah, yeah, basically she she barely registers it, and it's all going on behind her, and then she she suddenly becomes aware, and it's just it's like it's not a boo thing. It's just well, like a. It's you know it's really. It's just they don't, very well done. They don't show the ghosts, do they? No, they just and show they, the I mean, activity. They, they, the thing is, they don't in in the new one. But the thing is. The new one almost immediately it goes for the peril and he's hanging from his fingertips, yeah. looking down and screaming, and then yeah. you get the traditional kind of opening. But the thing that struck me when the movie started immediately as a big prick who notices these things, yeah, I was immediately struck by how much it looked like television, and that's, that bothered that's, me. That's fair, and not just that's television, fair. children's television. Mm. As soon as you see that neon. Yeah, I'm thinking of Terror Towers, and I'm thinking of that shit. You know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, and I'm like, oh, okay, because Ghostbusters the first one has texture, and this film, yeah, almost defiantly doesn't. It's it's mm. like it 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 looks like every other fucking yeah. Film. And, and I don't this, like that. This I don't the, like that. the the switch yeah. from film to digital. This is this is what and is going to be yeah. the greatest loss. And this the, is the, not the, a nothing... specific Ghostbusters problem. No, 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 it's not. Everything. But it, it's one that unfortunately carries, yeah. and it, it just you know yeah. brings it to mind. And Independence Day, you know, too, mm. brings it up as well. It's just there is no texture anymore. Yeah, everything either looks crystal clean and yeah. and really digital, or really murky and yeah. really digital. And there's there's no there's there's barely I mean it 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 needs a really really good director to get anything more than that out of the digital format. Yeah. Um, nobody really there's no craft within the digital format. I feel. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, this is a problem that Ghostbusters the, suffers. Yeah. The it's not a good start. 
No, it, it, it's, it it's, a, it's a really good Oh god, this start. is going to be shit. Then you've got the introduction to um, Kristen Wiig's Kristen character. Wig, yeah. who's, Let's just um, say Kristen Wiig. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't even remember her character. <laughs> well, I remember name. a couple of the characters' names. She's the only one whose name I don't remember. Yeah. I remember Abby, Holtzman, and uh, Patty. Yeah. And her name has just gone. Her name is. Yeah, just, it's gone. Yeah. I cannot remember her name. But at they, all. Do this, they do this really prolonged joke in there about her book. Yeah. The longer that went on, yeah. the more it was saying to me, this is like a spoof. And yeah. this, this is what I said to you. It felt like a mockery of Ghostbusters as opposed to a new take on Ghostbusters. It, yeah. was, it was one of those jokes that have been done... You know, that, that type of joke has been done a million times. And the longer it went on, the more it was like... You mean when she was hiding the book, do you mean? Is that what you... Or, she was hiding you, you know, the more, more that she kept denying stuff and, and he fires back with someone... Oh, that, yeah, that yeah, totally that was very undoes. Paul Feig. Yeah. Sort of spyish kind it, of humor. It totally yeah. undoes her denial. I quite liked that. I think they went one too many rep- repetitions, though. It went on for about yeah. five minutes, that, well, fucking, that one it was, fucking it was, it, was, it was maybe one minute. And well, you know, okay. let's, I mean, it probably felt longer. <laughs> it might have done, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was pretty... Well, I was going to say, actually, as soon as that intro's over, hmm. for me, things started looking up because um, Christine Wig plays that character really well, in my opinion. She doesn't, it doesn't... I think all the characters... Weirdly enough, because of the way films are made, this doesn't make sense. But it feels like they settle into their characters as it goes on, to a degree. It, yeah. With one exception, which we'll get to. Which, but, is, which is weird, because they, yeah. they definitely didn't film it in sequence. No, you know, that's that, the weird thing about insane. it. Yeah, but yeah. I know what you mean. I mean, I was not enjoying her character yeah. at the start. I and, don't but think by the end, was, I, th- yeah. I think she was quite good. I don't yeah. think she was the one they should have led with, really. No, probably not. I feel like they could probably have led with McCarthy and um, yeah. uh, McKinnon, actually. Yeah, but uh, I mean, the, because the, the way they introduced them is a tiny bit sort of contrived. I, I think again, you know, just yeah. just after the opening, you've got the original Ghostbusters theme kicking in. Yeah, and without any, you know, all the all the redubbed shit that they've mm. done, you know, the the reinvention of the Ghostbusters theme that they've done for this film, which they just is used all the original one, fucking yeah. horrendous. Uh, the the, the, the Fall Out Boy with, one with, is. With, I don't mind the dubstep without one. exception. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> I don't mind the I don't mind the dubby one. I well, think that's quite. Funny. Well, that's just my personal opinion. But yeah, I, I, I fucking hate it. Yeah. The thing is, again, you you put in the original Ghostbusters theme, and all all I can think about is the original film. You're you're not helping yourself. Well, with when that. you've had people who would say, "Don't judge it by the original; judge it as its own film." It's like, but it it, it, it isn't. It, yeah. it is it isn't its own film. It, it's a, it really keeps. I mean, of course. I mean, obviously, it stands. It would stand alone. That's fine. I get that. Yeah. I don't look at the Dawn of the Dead remake and then judge Dawn of the Dead, you know, or vice no, versa. No. But when it comes to this film, they keep calling back, they keep doing yeah. the little nods and winks, and, and, all it, and that, that's doing that on purpose. And we'll come back to that, because yeah. the more they were doing that, the weirder it got. It but, got really weird. Yeah, yeah. but that was, that was just very strange. But then yeah. you've got this, and the only thing that, in terms of the characters, right, right at the yeah. beginning, before you get you know, to really know them, the only thing that separates... The formation of the team in the in the remake and the formation formation of the team in the original is um, that one of them, you know, two of them have had a fallout. Yeah, uh, and that's pretty much it. That's which the, lasts the, like one second. Yeah, that's the only thing that really distinguishes it. Yeah. So then you've got uh, they go into the first investigation. Well, which basically feels like a. Retread. I don't want to. I don't want to quite, quite gloss over the um, the scene that I thought was very funny. Oh, okay. Where they go to the like the dean or whatever of the mm. place that Melissa McCarthy is working, and he's just a complete prick to them. Oh, that was that was quite because funny. That, yeah, for yeah, me, yeah. That was when it started being funny. Yeah, but it wasn't consistent. No. Um. That that scene yeah. was very funny. That was the and first laugh. That was that I was think. that was the, the first in terms of out loud laugh. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was the that was the I yeah. sort of 
chuckled a couple of times, but that was the first time I really it really yeah. caught me. Um, it was yeah. like, okay, this yeah. is getting better. Then it went into this really f- flat library retread. Um, oh yeah, when they go to yeah, that was really weirdly um, uh, lame. Yeah, that was you, lame. and you made yeah. a you made a really good point about you know just in context, like the yeah. the, the original uh, library scene. Yeah, where you know in the original they're totally inept, totally unprepared. Yeah, and they go in, but they 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 encounter this really non-threatening thing. Yeah, um, and then they they devise this really hurried plan. Yeah, and be- because of their just uh, enthusiasm for it, just gets them into trouble, and then she unleashes this fucking like yeah. horror face on them, and they go they go running out of the place because yeah. you know how do they deal with it? But when that one comes out in the new one, you already know that something's going to happen because it looks yeah. evil as hell, and because of all the trailers, obviously. Well, yeah, exactly. But I mean, even that. if you hadn't seen one, yeah. you you would oh, know that something note, is coming. Quick note about the trailers. Yeah. The trailers aren't entirely representative, I would say. Absolutely because not. There were a no. lot of alternate. I think they were alternate takes. Yeah. Because there were lines missing that were used in the trailers and stuff that mm. they cut out that have been overplayed or weren't liked. I would definitely say, yeah. uh, given given the bits that I liked of it, yeah, the trailers are definitely a misrepresentation. They of are, them, yeah, for sure. Um, um, that sequence was very flat. It was. Yeah. Now it's. I think. I believe it's quite soon after that you're introduced to Patty. Not too long after that. Yeah. And. She's immediately a highlight. She is immediately brilliant. Yeah, um, she's funny as hell. Yeah, she is so funny. And I was not expecting her. Ken to be... was laughing; like he couldn't stop. There laughing. was one. Remember the line, Stu, because I can't remember the exact line. But there was one yeah. line that fucking tickled me. Yeah. She, she's dealing with a customer. She, she deals on the, with on this the, guy the who's like a crackpot. And he, yeah, he's, and as he as he walks away, I won't try and do the voice because that would just be racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, she basically just goes like, like, bye bye, you crazy son of a bitch. Yeah, and then she's like, wonder what train he's taking. And, and the that, more that, it's, it doesn't sound funny. <laughs> no, but the performance is yeah. brilliant. The more yeah. I thought about that line, the more yeah. I started cracking up. It was yeah. just like, and Ken went into was... one of his like, it kept being funny, and it made me <laughs> laugh because he was laughing. And then. I thought about mm. it again, and it was funnier the next time I thought yeah. about it. And then it was like an escalation. Well, the thing is, when she, you know, when she goes like, "I like your jacket," that's a sweater. I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that as well. That was really yeah. good. She, yeah. When she's introduced, she is an immediate highlight. Yeah. The movie jumps up a gear, and it doesn't come down for like mm. half an hour. Right? Yeah, it's exactly. Hysterical mm. almost for like half the, an hour after that. The trailer completely misrepresents yeah. her performance. Yeah. Um, based on that, I was expecting her to be this screeching rash. Yeah. It's just that. How did you refer to it? Um, well, it's it's just um, it's just fucking tokenism. Token. Like. It's a, a very token. Now the thing is, I get of... that people talk like that. That that is not something yeah. people don't talk no, like. No, fair enough. But when you see that in a movie, yeah, what you think of is what what is this in context? You know, yeah, and it just comes across almost as kind of this fucking minstrelish. Kind yeah. Of oh, mammy two shoes. Mammy two shoes. Yeah, that's what you call it. Yeah. And in the context of the movie, I don't think it is like that. No, she does I, come across as rounded. Because yeah. what I originally thought was, you know, oh, she's got streetwise. She's the yeah. streetwise. It's not that. She's a historian. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it. oh, that's why she's and she pe- knows New York because she's a historian. Okay. Uh, okay. Just, why did they not tell you that? Yeah. Like, Briefly yeah. on that, I don't understand the the. Sort of uh, bullshit about why isn't she a scientist as well? Right. Well, she doesn't need to be. It's, no, she doesn't need to no. be. She performs an essential function. And she's in, within what, she's that smart. Scene. She's like I yeah. say, she's a historian. Yeah, exactly. She, she knows she, things. She's not. She's not incompetent. Yeah. She's not just like got she, her street smart. She's it. educated. She she's knows educated. things that they don't. Yeah. She provides. You know, she's yeah. an asset to that team. Yeah, she is. Um, yeah. She she performs a better function than I would say Winston in the original for yeah. sure. Although. 
Winston had I, a lot cut I, out. I, I get the purpose yeah. of him just being the everyman. Well, Winston had a whole subplot cut out with Dan. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that, that's right. Ray, I mean, his, they go to the fort. Yeah, yeah. His was 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 definitely pared down. The blowjob scene in the original is actually from that cut scene as well. That's that weird out of oh. nowhere blow, ghost blowjob. It's which which is fort. actually just you know I I yeah. watched it again recently. I realized that's just a dream. Yeah, it's not. He doesn't actually get a ghost blowjob. Yeah, but that's but, like. That's from the cut scene in the fort. Right, okay. Yeah. Okay, fair well, enough. I mean, the original Ghostbusters, when it was originally conceived, it was a much bawdier kind of sex comedy. That's right. With yeah, ghosts yeah, yeah. Like, flipping up people's yeah. skirts and stuff. I think that was my friend Sean who told me that. Or it might be so, you. So that is, yeah, I, yeah, I remember that. So that is yeah. obviously just a, a leftover but anyway, from that. Anyway, 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 sorry. Yeah. But Patty does perform a, a, yeah. a much better function. She, now, um, um, I would say that then there's the next sort of half hour, you were introduced to Kevin. And yeah, Chris Hemsworth. The scene where Kevin is interviewed <sighs> is the funniest scene in the movie I would say line for line yeah. that shit is funny that, that is gold he, he's probably the funniest character actually in terms of every line he gets is gold yeah what, what I really liked yeah. with, within that half hour um, which is what I was not expecting from the film at all yeah. is they managed to pull off the same thing that made everything in the original Ghostbusters funny yeah in terms of line delivery yeah where it's it's not you know the the impression the trailer gave is is like it was all going to be you know real like histrionics and everyone yeah. was going to be screeching all the time and shouting like and, yeah, yeah yeah but they just they they really underplay it mm. and it's funny as but hell it's, it's like believable reactions yeah. to this guy yeah you know it's it's like what I was saying you know about yeah. about Bill Murray's stuff um, yeah. you know when oh, when God, when when, when Egon. When Egon explains how they're gonna like basically, you know, crossing the streams will blow yeah. up the universe, and he's like, "Okay, that's bad." All yeah. Right, okay. They play it with that same level of delivery. They just they totally underplay it. And What's it's that fucking hilarious scene when he gives the candy bar? It's like you've oh, earned this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You've earned it. <laughs> and he hands it, and, he, and he's almost sort of taking it away from him as at the same time he's giving it, and Ray's just like chuckling because yeah. that 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 implies yeah. so much. It implies yeah. a shared. Yeah. History. Yeah. You don't even you don't need to be told in detail hmm. what the relationship is. It's just yeah. an indicator. Now that's one problem with this movie. I would say is that uh, Kate McKenna, no, um, Christian Wiig and Melissa McCarthy, though they have a shared history, it does not yeah. really come into play. No, and also, I mean, it, they, it, they try it, for it at the yeah. end, but it rings hollow. But that's it. But it it rings hollow. everything it, in yeah. the shared history has to be explained in like an exposition scene. Yeah, you know. Um, however, yeah, that half hour, yeah, was was solid. Right. I would say it was better than solid. I think that half hour was strong. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, if they keep this momentum up, I might actually love this. And like this might become a favourite. Then you get to the first sort yeah. of real ghost scene. Which is the concert, right? Uh well I was thinking, well they, oh, no, they the go subway, they go the into the underground. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And then it starts going bad again. <sighs> and basically for me, um, yeah. and maybe maybe you don't feel this way. For me, any time there was any sort of ghost action, it just it sucked all the energy out of there it. There was... I didn't like the... I, I, I was still kind of high on the previous scene, because the subway scene continues to have funny lines. It does, but yeah. I mean, the, 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 the bit with the guy, you know, vandalising the wall. Yeah, that's very yeah, funny. That, I mean, that is funny. The bit... The thing that gets me in this movie, the, one of the biggest... One of the bigger problems with this movie, and I can't... It's difficult to be kind about it, is... Mm. The action is inept. Yeah. The action direction isn't just bland, it's bad. There is some really odd pacing in there. You can't tell there what's going on a lot of the time. Really strange yeah. editing choices you were yeah. pointing out. 
oh god yeah there's weird cut yeah you know when they go into the hotel at the beginning and the guy says you'll die in there yeah there's just a really quick cut yeah that. yeah it's it's like a really sort of yeah snip weird yeah. i know it's a little thing but when you see it you'll know what i mean it's yeah. just a weird piece of editing it feels a little bit uh, disjointed when they're sure. in the subway and they sort of discover the first kind of plot MacGuffin, mm. um they get into a sequence where they're sort of wrangling their first ghost yeah and came uh, um, shit! I keep saying Kate McKinnon. Um, Kristen Wiig's character is nearly Hunt's. hit by a subway train. Oh, that's right. And yeah, yeah. It, I, do, I, t- I still don't know what really happened there because it's so badly shot. It's yeah. like all over the place, shaky. She's moving around, then suddenly she's back on the platform, and the ghost is in the train. And then you get a very funny line from Patty, which is that is like the second scare, the third scariest thing he, on that train. Yeah, which he, is funny. He, yeah, he will be the third scariest thing yeah, on that train, which is it's, very it, funny because it's, it's going to Queens. Because it's going to Queens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. She's still funny at that point. Yeah, she, she doesn't is. stop being funny. It's just they eventually just stop giving her good lines, which yeah. is really weird. The, anyway, yeah, go on. The sorry. action is just flat as fuck. Yeah, every yeah. single action beat in that film is flat as piss. Yeah. Um, the 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 ghost the ghosts like you say they are they aren't good no and I liked the mannequin scene a little bit but even then it looked fake as crap it looked like CGI mannequin uh, remind me the mannequin scene oh was that quite funny bit it's a bit later on but when they go into the concert and Patty's by herself she goes into the room full of mannequins and goes oh, room yeah, full yeah, of yeah, nightmares yeah. Okay. I ain't going in there and she yeah goes. and oh, then a mannequin follows her and it's actually kind of creepy yeah but then they, when, when they actually yeah. show the mannequin moving on camera yeah it looks really synthetic and bad mm. but when it's just kind of following her it's good yeah but when you know? when she just looks in the room and it's just this tangle of stuff yeah. and it and it's not really clear yeah. what she's looking at room it, full it, of nightmares it looks nightmarish yeah. and so that is a killer going in there. Great one. Um, yeah, <laughs> you expect her to creep in there. And, well, yeah, like, and, and then she the, just goes like, "Nope." But, but she just totally the fuck out. Fucking. Yeah. If you think about that opening scene where they do the bog standard ghost yeah. house stuff, yeah. and then they set it up yeah. and avoid it, and you think, "Why couldn't you have been that smart right at the beginning?" It almost feels like there were three directors or something. I know. It, 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 it feels weird. so strange. Yeah. Um, Excuse me, just one second. No, that's all right. Um, so then, sort of moving on from there, though, let's talk about the because I think quite soon after that, you've got the. Um, the sequence with the um, with the concert. Yeah, the first proper ghost yeah. bust. Now that to me is, I, it didn't work for me. Uh, there are bits in it that I did like that I'm pretty sure you didn't, but I did. Mm. Okay. There were lines that I thought were very funny because of the delivery and that are funny lines in yeah. general, but they were mostly trailer lines. So mm. you know. I think to be honest, there were lines in there that I probably liked, but the overall yeah. just flat mood of that whole sequence just yeah. sucked it out. It's of me. really weird. The thing that is weird is the the characters don't have any real progression; they just become skilled immediately, basically, yeah. which is really weird. Now, the 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 thing one of the one of the genius aspects of the original Ghostbusters is you know as you were saying, like yeah. even right at the end when they're facing this apocalyptic threat. They still, you, you know, there's recoil from the the energy packs that they're using. They're, they are still struggling to maintain a, a really solid grip on their equipment. You know, yeah. they, it's they're holding on for dear life. They are they are people. They're holding on for dear life. Yeah. And in this one, there's one shot with the proton cannon that doesn't go to plan. Yeah. Be- and then but that's because that, the, immediately... the it's, it's not it's nothing to do with yeah. the performer. It's because then, there's not enough energy. Immediately goes. after that. She's just instantly brilliant with it. Yeah, basically, and, and they all, they all become skilled as hell immediately. Yeah. So it's, and it's a little bit like oh, it feels less like the 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 great thing about the original film is that it's it's grounded in a in a reality to begin with, and these guys are just people, and yeah. they they are totally un you know unsuited unskilled to the job. 
they happen to have a lot of knowledge in practice doesn't really work half the time mm. you know they they are unqualified and they're totally outgunned you know just dwarfed by the scope of the situation that they're having yeah, to deal with yeah. they still go and do it anyway but they always feel like people yeah. you know as as much as they're playing comedy characters and they're all very funny they they feel like real people these guys once they start actually catching the ghost yeah. they they feel more like superheroes i find in general the film goes downhill when they're active ghostbusters yes yeah, it definitely when does when they're just kind definitely of does. when they're just kind of hanging out yeah they're more likable yeah much more likable you buy into their relationship in a yeah. way and, and that's why that half hour that we mentioned that's the strongest part of the movie because they before they actually yet get started yeah got started and yeah. they're just coming together and playing off each other, yeah, you know, and it's all just about you know yeah. spark. It's just and it's a shame because once Patty, in particular, I found is noticeable. I think mm. once Patty goes from um, someone who's assisting them to an active member of the team, yeah, they just stop giving her funny things to say. Yeah, it's really weird. That's when she starts. Like, she starts screaming. to scream and yeah. never stop, and mm. it's just un- utterly odd. And when they're out of the suits, they speak like people. Yeah, largely apart from that one. Horrible bit in the trailer when Melissa McCarthy is possessed and she's on top of oh, her, yeah, yeah, giving yeah. it the full sort of. Yeah. I didn't mind that as much in context, to be honest, because it, it's still, they, it, lent, they lent it a little bit more actual reason. Because oh, yeah. I didn't know that she was hanging on to the person out the yeah. window. And really, that, adds a, that adds a little bit more agent, bit, urgency to it, I think. Sure, it just it's still yeah. grated on me as like. Come on, Having please, said that, they, they cut quite a lot of lines out of that that were in the trailer, though. Yeah, that scene was seriously cut down. Oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah. I didn't mind it as much because I, I mean, I could have done with without the repetition of the power of Paddy compels you. There was no need for that. Yeah. But the thing is, when she yells "Get out of my friend Ghost" and slaps her, that's quite funny to me. And then, and but then the yeah. fact that, and then one power of Paddy is quite funny, and then another one is unnecessary. Mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. Um, but the, the, the thing is, like I said, I didn't know that, that she was in the situation of holding Kate McKinnon for dear life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that does add urgency that you don't think is there. Which, which is the, fair the impression the trailer gives is that she's on a hair trigger temper, basically, yeah. which is not. No, that's you know? a, that's that's exactly yeah. what we're saying. It's it's a yeah. misrepresentation of the actual content of the film. Yeah. What do um, you think of the villain? Because he has turned up by now. Ah. Uh, not. Well, really. I thought he was an interesting performance, but but before he turned into a ghost, I mean, but. I didn't know what the hell was he like. Who was he like? He's just a guy. They never really explain who he is. It, it, there's a sort of yeah, like half indicator, um, and maybe it's they just, find him that picture of him on that thing. Don't yeah, they? the staff but, of that. Maybe hotel. maybe it's just because he's speaking to himself in the in the third person or something. Yeah, um, but it's almost like he he makes it an an allusion to working for someone. Yeah, like someone bigger. Yeah, and but then he turns out to be the main villain, and it's never. Really followed up on. Yeah. Maybe I, maybe I just caught that wrong. Or maybe um, the sequel. Yeah. Will... He he never he never made yeah. an impression on me. The, I liked the... the scene when he kills himself. <clears throat> that was, uh, that was I okay. liked that because there was a nice. I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting him to just go like, "Oh, okay," and then just elect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That caught me off guard. I was like, "Oh, oh," you know. Mm-hmm. I quite liked that because I've always liked it when villains have that sort of conviction to do that. I will say the 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 yeah. bit in his hideout. Contained yeah. really the only ghost effect that I liked. Oh, what the hands on the, the hands yeah, pressing against cool. the glass. Yeah, yeah. That that look. I, I saw that in the trailer and thought that looked cool. Yeah. Um, the ghosts. Yeah, let's talk about ghosts. Some more. Uh, major major problem. There were a couple I liked, but largely they're crap. They all look the same. They all look like 
people in period uniforms that are glowy. Yeah, and they're all either blue or green. Yeah, basically. and they and they all they're all very spectral. Um, yeah, the thing. Well, they would be spectral. But oh yeah. Like, yeah, but one of the things that I loved about the original they film all look is kind that of unique. They, yeah, there is not one that looks like another. And you've some, got like the taxi zombies. Yeah, and stuff you've like got that, like yeah. some who are really translucent, like or, yeah. you know, transparent. You've got ones that look really, really solid. And then obviously it builds up to like you know the like Gozer and Stay Puffed yeah, and yeah, everything, yeah. and and it's just like it's it's creative. Yeah, they all look. I mean, regardless of what they were actually dressed like or anything, they all looked the fucking same. It was, yeah. I couldn't distinguish between. I couldn't separate yeah. them as characters. You know, all the ghosts in the original film had character. Yeah, they did. Yeah, um, even in the sequel, really, I they had character. Well, the Scalier Scalier brothers, Scalary brothers, Scalary, they were really bloody good puppetry. Yeah. They were they were, they were awesome. fucking impressive. Yeah, yeah, um, and I don't like that film, and I will tell no, you now that yeah, they are ex- ex- exactly. Um, yeah. That's that's a really good sequence, actually. In the, in the it cinema. is, it is. Um, yeah. But yeah, they, but there's just no, there was no craft gone into the ghosts, and of course they're all CG. There's yeah. no, there's no substance. Yeah. There's no texture. They, now, there's, there were two or three ghosts piss. I liked, which I'll talk about when the time comes okay. to it. Uh, but now, where where were we in the sort of film at this point? Um, okay, so Rowan yeah, so we've had the yeah. introduction of Roland and the first Rowan, the, Rowan. The, uh, Rowan and, Rowan, and yeah. their first uh, ghost bust, and then yeah. the, the, there was the possession bit. And then you got Bill Murray's baffling. Sequence. Are we going to talk about the yeah the the, the cameos yeah. from the original people? Um, They're and, largely horrendous. Yeah, not because of necessarily the performances, but no. because they feel token. Yeah, very they, token. They feel like the film would have been superior without them. Every time it yeah. introduces something from the original series, uh, it feels weirder and weirder. Yeah, so does, Bill, yeah. Bill Murray turns up. Um, for phoning it, a, completely phoning it. Uh, yeah, like and usual. why wouldn't he? You know? Well, he's not a good actor. Slightly extended cameo. Yeah. Um, and he, he isn't actually given any anything funny to do, though. No, he isn't. That, no. That's, so, I imagine he looked at that and went, why bother? Yeah, you know, it's like they they want me in it, you know, to, as a sort of, it's it's pure fan bait basically. Well, it's, it's to say, look, yeah. we've we've had the approval of everybody in the original, and give us give us a bit of credit. And he's it's there, like, no, well, no, you have to earn it. He's there to prompt um, a bitter um, Kristen Weed to release that ghost. Yeah, to show him the ghost, mm. and she does that. The ghost, in fact, in one advert kills him, throws him out a window, and he dies. Yeah. And then nothing seems to come of that. Yeah. The gargoyle ghost turns up again at the end, but it's not like it's a major villain. No, it's just no, there. it's just there. And like there don't I, seem to be any repercussions. It's basically, I, I imagine the gargoyle ghost basically would be the equivalent of Slimer in the first one. So you know they catch yeah. him and then he's released and then he keeps sort of appearing every now and yeah. then kind of thing. He hasn't got any personality though. It's just a, no. it's just a fucking gargoyle. Mm. Um, Dan Aykroyd turns up as a cabbie. I liked his performance. Sorry, I that, did. I liked his performance. He made me laugh when he said when he said that thing about not about Chinatown just being one block further than he wants to go. That was just a great bit of yeah. cunty taxi sure. driver. No, shit. it was it was a good performance. Mm. It was just weird. Yeah, it was weird. It yeah. was Dan Aykroyd, and then he you know it's like oh he dis he, what does he say? He dismisses the what's he going says, on. Oh, that's just a class five phantom or yeah, something. Yeah, that's pretty like, funny though. Who the fuck? Yeah. Are you play? Are you Ray? Yeah, no, you're not Ray, though, funny. are you? It was what, funny. What, what's going on? I found it amusing, but that's because I'm predisposed to like him. I know, because but it was brothers. it was just so weird. Yeah. Um, you've got um. What about Howard Ramis's cameo as a statue? Yeah. Um, which 
I didn't even know it was supposed to be him. It yeah, was not the, a very good likeness. I, I would say, but right at the start of the film, outside Kristen Wiig's uh, office, or is it the Dean's office or something, there's a bust of Howard Ramis. It's the Dean's office, I think. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, you, you, you get a bit of focus on it for they a few seconds. They linger on it for a few seconds. And then and then to, like, to the point where I was like, is that a thing? Is that meant to be a guy? Yeah, and then Ken like, told me it was Howard <clears> Ramis. I was like, oh! Yeah. I was like, yeah. okay, that's that's nice. Um, yeah. Okay. You've got um, Annie Potts. She was good. Yeah, oh yeah, Janine. Right? Um, as another receptionist. Oh, she was excellent. She's still, <laughs> she's still got it. Yeah, yeah, she does. She does. But as soon as I... You didn't even need to see you her. You hear her voice. You're like, I oh, heard the voice. Janine. I'm like, yeah. ah, that's Janine. Yeah. yeah. So that was good. Um, was... Ernie Ernie Hudson yeah. turning up as Patty's uncle. Yeah, inexplicable. Um, again, gets nothing to do. Yeah. Um, just is have a conversation more or less off camera. Yeah, yeah. completely token. Yeah, and then during the credits, um, stay through the credits because there's there's bits. Um, Sigourney Weaver turning up as um, Holzman's mentor. She's very entertaining. Yeah, brilliant. She's on for like fifteen seconds and she's great. And she's great. She's very yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, Holzman. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that that was weird. Slimer coming back in. Yeah. Again, total fan service. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Ken had a visceral reaction I had to a, Lady Slimer. I, I had a very visceral reaction because uh, basically Slimer steals the Ectomobile. Yeah. And they're all like, what the fuck? We just let a ghost drive off with the Ectomobile. Yeah. And then when he comes back, there's a Lady Slimer. Yeah. He's joyriding with her. Yeah. Um, which is just Slimer with um, long oh, hair. Basically a wig and lipstick. Yeah. I had a very bad reaction. Ken did not like that because I, I think he found it pandering. That is that it's 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 not just pandering. It's like Slimer is supposed to be a ghostly representation of an individual person. Yeah, and what? How on earth are you supposed to gather that? Yeah, but is that like because extended? that that's just that's what ghosts are, right? Well, yeah, but there's they're, no reason they can't be two similar looking ghosts. I mean, but why would there be two exactly the same? It's like it's well, like they the, were at the end. They it, fought it, several it, exactly the same looking pilgrims. Oh yeah, because all the ghosts look the same. Of course, it's not very creative. Um, <laughs> you no, know, well that, that's it. I think it's yeah. just a, a lack of creation. It's just like they're almost treating Slimer like a, yeah. a particular species. Well, I found so, Slimer it was and just, his girlfriend to be quite funny and cute because I really like the sequence where they're kind of joyriding together there was something about that that just it was so inexplicable it made me smile mm, really. well that's that's fair enough yeah um, it was it's a little bit of cute silliness really I the think. final um confrontation in times square yeah felt nothing absolutely it, nothing i want to talk about one part very much before that though oh, okay sorry I mean, yeah it actually go, go, go is back. kind of the same sequence though all right the one of the effects i thought was rather good mm. was when the macy parade balloons turn up yeah now they look tangible. Mm-hmm. They weren't probably. Yeah. But whatever rendering job they'd done on them, yeah. They made these balloons look tangible, and these balloons turn like they're ghost balloons, like yeah, possessed. Yeah. And they turn on them, and it's just a kind of nice, eerie sequence because the Macy balloons go past. Mm. They comment on them and how macabre they look, yeah. and then one of them comes back around the corner and looks at them, and it's kind of creepy. Yeah, that, because that, you're was, like, that oh. was not bad. And I liked that. And then, of course, they ruin it with more fan wank. Yeah, because, because you get one of them is stay puffed. One of the balloons is a massive yeah. stay puffed. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you're like, um, what is? So is stay puffed in this universe? Is it part of? That? I know. You know. It's like, it's almost like an alternate reality version. Yeah. Well, it kind of is, isn't it? I suppose. But um, it's just weird. essentially. Wait, yeah. wait, but that's just weird. It is I, weird. I, I, I cannot get my head around it at all. Yeah. Um, 
it, it again it just plays like fan service it's like okay enough right really i mean i'm sitting i've paid my money i'm yeah. sitting watching it now you don't need to do anything more to try and appeal to me because well, i'm an like, original I fan i already like the original movie and I've, i know. I, I, you know i want a, i want a new experience I, and to to see yeah. everything that they had going against them with this because of yeah. the negative reaction you'd think they would do as much as possible to to just be their own thing yeah. to not yeah. Make so much callback to the original, yeah. and every time they do it, it's just progressively weirder and weirder, and it totally sucked me out of the yeah. mood. Having said that, the mood was not very good by that point because yeah. the comedy had basically dried yeah, up, it has, and yeah. all we had was inept Although, ghost action. There was one of my favorite lines in the movie was actually in that sequence. Is that the, the the glasses one? That was very funny, but I mean, when the pup, when the parade balloon pushes them into the ground, all right, and Kate McKinnon says, "This is exactly how I pictured my death." <laughs> That's quite a funny line, okay, yeah, yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. But it's one of the very few and far between funny lines in that stage mm. of the movie. Yeah, the last third, all the humor basically dries up, and it turns pretty into much a apart from a couple of little sparky little, bits. Yeah, um, like uh, the main villain, uh, Rowan. Rowan, right? Yeah. When he dies, he, he takes on the form of the. Ghostbusters logo. Yeah, in a cute little sequence. Yeah, and the the it starts out with the original Ghostbusters logo, which becomes animated, and then two D animated. Yeah, might add, like which a is, Disney which, movie, which, which is looks wonderful. Yeah. And then he goes into this grotesque giant form of the with the a bow tie. The, yeah, which is quite cool. Yeah, I liked it. Um, the other uh, decent bit is. Uh, the payoff to that, how they actually get him in the, yeah. the portal. Yeah, I don't really want to spoil that. No. because it's quite funny. Let me just say. I will say this, I knew about that beforehand. Did you? Because it has been spoiled for me, but the reason I knew about it, and I won't spoil it, yeah. a lot of the cunts on the internet took that as a very pointed anti-mail yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I can it's imagine. Not, I can imagine it's not. It it's a funny yeah. gag. Yeah, That's it is, all a, it is. is a funny gag. It's a funny gag. And oh, it's, forgot to mention, of course, yeah, just yeah. on that, they do make a reference to the negative That's um, funny as well, man. Response. I like it, that it, a lot. It is funny. It's I'm like, going to well, quote that bit. When they go on the internet to look at their video they've put up of the ghost, and like the first comment is like, ain't no bitches going to bust no ghosts. <laughs> and that's very funny. I like that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, which which is really good. So, yeah. they, you know, they, they make a poignant statement. It's just like, get a fucking life. And, yeah. too, and too true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the payoff to the getting him in the trap thing is, yeah, is, is I could see why that felt like a pointed statement. But it's it's not. just really funny. It's, very, it's just funny. Um, and then it's basically over. Yeah, pretty much. There is that one silly bit where they dive into the portal to rescue. Oh, uh, that that just very I mean, silly. If 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 I like was, out of a different movie, silly. If I was actively engaged with that finale, yeah, that would have ruined it for me. Yeah, it was just that was completely unnecessary. It now, went on way too long. One thing I want long. to say about the Times Square that we didn't really touch on. Yeah, go on. The action there, as we've discussed, the action is bad. Yeah, but that in particular is bad because they suddenly turn into vaulting martial arts Ghostbusters, yeah, like out hell. of nowhere, slow mo and everything. You know. Now the bit that really sucks is when Kate pulls out the dual. SMG style proton guns mm. and it goes into slow mo and it and it becomes like anime or something. Yeah. And it's like it's cringy. Mm. It doesn't it's not cool, it's cringy. Um but then yeah, that's I mean the climax is not particularly satisfying. There are a couple of amusing things. Like like I say, I think the effects on Rowan when he turns into the giant ghost mm. logo I thought they were the best CG work in the film. Yeah. I thought he felt tangible. The thing that worked for me especially was when he walks over the car and you see him kind of peeling his foot off. Mm. He feels like he belongs in the environment. Having said that, there, they were, did a good there, job. there were shots of him that yeah. I thought just basically looked like pixels. Towards, yeah. As in the film pixels. 
Uh, yeah, when he's getting sucked into the that thing level in the end, especially. Of, of CGI, yeah. But the, I really the... loved the sequence where, when he first transforms, he grows, mm. and his belly busts out of this building. All the windows shatter. Yeah, yeah. There's which something is still... really kind of like, oh shit, it's cool. Yeah. Like, oh god, he's yeah. threatening. And he's and then after that, it just turns into him lumbering around, smashing like, buildings. Actually, it's it's mm. more disappointing like that. Yeah. Because. It was it was really working on me, you know, for that solid half hour, and I was be- yeah. I was really beginning to enjoy it and thinking, yeah, I actually deliver it beyond my expectations. Like, prove me wrong because yeah. I was expecting to hate this, and now I'm actually digging it. Please continue to be this good. And as soon as they started the ghost action, it just bombed. Yeah, um, it loses something very much. So yeah, I would love. I mean, yeah. I think, and I've I've never said this about Melissa McCarthy before in my life, but yeah. I think she was really good. I think the the four of them made a really good team. Yes. I would love to see them yeah. in another one of these films with a better writer yeah. and somebody who could deliver much more yeah. focus was... on the actual ghost action because the, the, the ghost action in that first film yeah. is there's never a flat beat. I've got I was actually gonna say something like that. I'm glad that you brought it up. Yeah. I would one hundred percent go to a sequel. Mm. Definitely. Because mm. I wanna now that they've established it. Yeah. I think they could make a god fucking solid movie. Yeah, and now that they've got all the fucking fan bait out of yeah. the way and everything, yeah, and like now it's its own trying thing. to drag yeah. people in, which they should should have never given lip service to yeah. at all. Although but having that, said that, the the cre- after credits tag, which we won't spoil, oh, that that pissed you off. Yeah. Although it's my personal opinion, they won't be following up on it. No, they probably won't. I think it's it, just a little gag. again. It's yeah. just yeah unnecessary really again. Yeah. You know, and you'll see it. You stay right after the credits. Although there was a really there was a really strange bit during the credits. Remember, um, basically, right at the end of the credits, they yeah. put up a thing that it's for oh, Har- weird, for yeah. Harold Ramis. Yeah, and then Which is cute. The, and, yeah. like, I don't think it's quite the next line, but it's like the second next line. Says be moved in big letters, which is like the Sony um, new tagline. Yeah, or something. The, the the new tagline yeah. for Sony, but it's like, yeah, this is for Harold Ramis. No, be moved. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just, it was a bit like, eh? really? Okay. Yeah, I, that, that feels very weird placement. I would, like I said, now that I've established it, and yeah. I, I think to myself, I think this cast works. Yeah, I think I think I it think does. they have good chemistry. I, I think they play off each other very well, hmm. and I'd like to see them in another adventure. And I will say. Um, and I'm, I must yeah. be honest here. Another way the trailer totally misrepresents the film is that they do not come off as carbon copies of the original. No, they do not. Absolutely not. They, they are do definitely have, their own characters. They do yeah. have their own personalities. I don't think there is anyone who is underdeveloped. No, I would say they do a no. good job of developing everyone. Yeah. I think, and they're they're really engaging yeah. and enjoyable to watch. You know, there are there are flat beats, and everybody has their, a sort of like Kristen Wiig's. Um, yeah. Whole fixation on Chris, Hem- Chris yeah. Hemsworth. It's cute. It's cute as hell. I loved that. that yeah. Every time it came back, I to think that, when she drinks like, the coffee, that he's yeah, yeah. where he's just like, oh yeah, that's like, very funny. That's like oh, wow. But then okay. the fact is that's funny enough. But then the fact they added Melissa McCarthy taking it off her and saying I don't, I can't watch this. <laughs> you know that was very funny. Yeah. There's... So basically, let's 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 break, let's break it down. Let's give it a rating. Let's okay. rate the movie. I know um... that's stupid, but let's do it anyway. I've already told you what I would rate it. I would probably I would go so far as I would say it's a low three out of five. Okay, I give it three stars. That's fair. I think that it's got room for improvement, definitely. Okay, but I would definitely say it's better than I expected. Mm. It's not. I would not call it a bad movie. No, I'm glad I went to see it, and I think it's a good groundwork for a franchise. Okay, that's that's fair. Um, I would yep. give it a two. Yeah. Um, 
the 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 two are for the elements that really work. The 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 cast, the yeah. the, the four main women in it are funny, yeah. engaging. They have really good chemistry. And they're all likable. And yeah, and they're all there, there isn't one that I really dislike. And I would say in in a with a much stronger writer, uh, a much stronger action director that they could really pull that off. Yeah. Um because they know how to play the characters. They really understate some of the stuff and it's fucking hilarious. Um, the strong parts of that film are really strong. Unfortunately, it gives too much lip service to the original. It's constant callbacks, which just take me out of the entire experience. Yeah. The action is flat as hell. Yeah. There's no invention in the actual ghosts. You know, I mean, the, the apart thing. Apart from those balloons. Apart from the balloons. <laughs> I I, like I those. Must, but the, the, the thing about the original was it was a really good balance of the sort of horror elements and the um, comedy. I mean, yeah. uh, basically, although you've not seen it, and I'll be speaking about it sort of briefly when I get on to the remake, yeah. I equate it to Poltergeist. Yeah. Some of the scary stuff is, you know, it's it's edgy. There's It's it's leaning towards that thing, but the, the humour in it is so prevalent, and it just, it takes the edge off. So it, it's yeah. never traumatising, it's just really well done. Yeah. I want more inventiveness, I want better action. I want more competency yeah. out of that, and I just I want there to be more fun in it. Um, well, I just and so, I mean some of it is really there. There are elements of the comedy that don't work. Some some of the bits are really brash. We were talking about. Yeah. Um, I just don't think the comedy cut, meshes cut with the drama very well. No, it doesn't. But that's because he's not yeah. capable of doing that, to my knowledge. Uh, or maybe maybe he is in a in a film that doesn't require so much in terms yeah. of effects. Or, well, I'm going to mention it again. Spy was strong for me. Okay. I think it's stronger than the Ghostbusters movie. Mm. Uh, and the thing with Spy is it's coming for something. Well, I mean, I was going to say something fresh. Mm. It's new characters. It's a new world. Yeah. This is an established world. Yeah. That they're going. That one is not the world anymore. This is our new take on it. Yeah. And all the baggage that that carries with it. That's it. Exactly. And there was no way they could have avoided that. I would say. And that's why I say, I, you know, you give it a two, mm. fine. Mm. You give good reasoning. I give it a three, but that's just me. It doesn't really matter. Fair. It's just numbers. Yeah. And I would see a sequel in a heartbeat because I want to see those characters talking would, to each other again. I would, if, if I thought it was going to deliver above what this one does, I would definitely see a sequel. But yeah. I would not be in any rush to watch this one again, unfortunately. No. Um, I might check it out when it comes out again. Like, maybe... If they add anything to it, maybe I might. Check I it believe out. it is getting an extended cut. Yeah, I might check that out, but which might make as long as, for... gonna, as long as I'm not, as long as I'm not gonna add more queef no. jokes. <laughs> yeah, that was that was. Big. That's the worst I part mean, of the movie. Well, it might though um, account for some of the odd uh, editing and pacing uh, elements yeah. of it. The thing is, it shouldn't really need an extended edition to correct those. No, you it know, shouldn't. I mean, no, no. It should work on its own merit. It should. Um, yeah. So I probably will check out the extended yeah. one when it comes out. I think I, th it, I think it's another like fifteen twenty minutes. I'll, say. I'll say this. So though. I'll say this. If you think you'll hate it, yeah, you probably won't. No, honestly, I was I was fully expecting <laughs> yeah. to based on the marketing. If you think um, if you think you'll love it, you probably won't. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but. Don't, don't 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 go thinking yeah. it's going to change the world. Try and try and wipe all the marketing from your head because it's totally disproportionate to how well some of the film works yeah. when it does start working mm. well. Um, make your own judgments and yeah. don't go in with any. Just you try to go in and just 
let it speak to you. I, yeah. As I say, the, there are definite massive problems with it. Yeah. But it's not the total clusterfuck. It's no. as I say, it's more of a disappointment because yeah. when it starts working, I was really buying into it, and then it fell yeah. flat on its ass. I think it's got more heart than most fucking blockbusters. I'll tell you I that. Would, I would say that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. And that goes a long way. Yeah. I think it's a good groundwork for a much better film. Yeah, featuring the same characters, but probably not by that same creative team. Uh, yeah. That's um, fun, yeah. if, if we can get rid of those and bring in some actual writers and an actual director, that, yeah. would, that would be you know a huge huge step. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's Ghostbusters. That's Ghostbusters. That's Ghostbusters. So yeah, so right, basically touching on like some of the problems that we had with that. Um, with Ghostbusters. You know, we'll now get on to remakes in general, um, mostly horror remakes. Yeah, I mean yeah. It, 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 the thing is that in in sort of trying to prepare for this. Um, most of the ones that I came across in terms of the ones that I've seen just as a sort of refresh were horror. Um, I don't know what it is particularly about the horror genre that, you know, um, spawns remakes. I think horror films are kind of... Now, in a pleasant way, they're kind of easy. Not not necessarily to make, Mm. but there are certain beats you can hit. They probably don't cost an enormous amount of money either mm. and if you've already got a premise that's kind of strong and has name brand recognition you can mm. just pump something out which is what they usually do oh yeah it's, it's, it's definitely a, a, yeah. a course for you know brand recognition and, you and know, once you've sequeled something into the ground the only recourse is reboot yeah I, I will say yeah, yeah. That, that that's probably why the horror genre comes in for a lot of remakes is because yeah. they, they tend uh, on the basis of the, the first success they do tend to sequel them into the ground and certainly there's plenty of examples of that yeah. Um, so I wanted to just sort of have a, a back and forth. I, I haven't particularly got a list of anything, although I've, I've certainly got in my head, you know, stuff yeah. that I've seen that I want to just touch on why they don't particularly work or why they do work. Yeah. Um, but there's no like top five or anything. No. no. Um, so just like yeah, just start off and name a remake that you've seen. Well, in terms of relative re- relatively recently, I have watched the Evil Dead remake. Right. Okay. So we sort of touched on this the last podcast, but I mean, yeah. I. I've only seen it once, yeah. Um, and it didn't make a huge impression on me. But then, um, that's not a series I'm particularly beholden to. Yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> and just as a sort of brief yeah. overview, I think I eventually, and I think I was really nervous about watching the first one. Actually, I think it, it was you know because Channel Cause Four, it's notorious. yeah, Channel Four, Film Four are yeah. are really good at showing you know in the proper aspect yeah. ratio, proper uncut and stuff. And I think. Mark Kermode was introducing it as just like this what, was the a, Evil Dead. Yeah, this the was original. its, its yeah. first time on Channel Four, like yeah. on, you know, broadcast TV, and I was like, I'm strapping myself in for this. Oh my god, am I going to make it through? Because you yeah. know, I've got aware of its reputation and everything. Yeah, and I got all the way through it, and must say, it didn't make much of an impression on me. It seemed to me at the time, and you know, I, I think my opinion is sort of slightly softened on it, but it seemed to me it was taking itself really seriously. Mm-mm, no. Um, it was too seriously for me to engage with it in any, and it was it's so ridiculous in terms of trying to be a sort of straight up horror film. Whereas yeah. I think when you get into like Evil Dead Two, it has more awareness yeah. uh, of what it's doing, and it plays for the comedy more. Yeah. Um, basically, I compare it to, um, in an odd way, I, I think I sort of like Mad Max or something like that. So yeah. you, you've got the first film, which you know, not particularly keen on. Really strong though, uh, in terms of its uh, what it's trying to do. The second one just embellishes on it and just hits the perfect note. Third one 
is 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 very sort of kiddish. It, it's it's sort of like uh, Star Wars as well. You know, basically, Army of Darkness, uh, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome is basically Return of the Jedi. It's yeah. it's like they trying to they kiddie it down uh, too much for me. Yeah. Um. So. Original Evil Dead, not that keen on. Evil Dead 2, I think, is one of the best horror comedies it's ever made. Oh, I didn't um, think you held that up. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love Evil Dead 2. But the third one, for me, just takes it in a cartoon level. Yeah, Army of they, they are very aware at that point of the cult status of Ash, and they yeah. play up to that. So basically, he's indestructible, and I lose any interest in it, basically. Yeah. The remake um, didn't make a huge impression on me, uh, in terms of its violent content, it went a lot further than I imagined it would because I think a lot of modern horror just um, is really diluted. Yeah. Um, but it really amped it up, and I was I was quite grateful. But again, just very sort of generic, basic um, jump scare stuff. Um, a, a, a quite a good uh, lead heroine, I thought. Yeah. But, it didn't register enough with me to go back to it. So I've, I've not seen it since it came out in the cinema, but no. you, you have a totally different take on it. For obviously. me, the Evil Dead series, I <laughs> it's one of my favourite series, and that's not entirely because of the actual films, but <laughs> it was one of the first movies I saw of this nature because of its reputation. Mm. And I got the DVD when I was like, I don't know, 15 or something. And it was like the trilogy. It was like a box set. Yeah. And I was like psyched beyond reason to see these movies. And I watched it like tentatively, like, this is like, maybe like you, I guess. This is going to be like intense as hell. Mm. And you know what? It's really funny. (laughs) Like, Evil Dead 1 is so. Taking that now, you can't. I can't say that you have to appreciate a film in its context for it to be a good film. Mm. But when you know how little money that shit was made for, and how little experience there was, mm. and how patchwork it is, yeah, I gain this huge appreciation for what they managed to achieve, and especially the fact they've made something with so much flair on nothing, like on no style other than their own creativity. That really impresses me, mm. and uh, it's a crazy fucking movie. Yeah, uh, and I like it a lot. It's got some really nasty violence mixed in with the crazy violence as well. Like the the pencil in the Achilles tendon gets me every time. Yeah. Uh, the tree rape is just terrible, and Sam Raimi is absolutely ashamed of it, as he should be. <laughs> um, but then you've got stuff like the meltdown at the end and the eye gouging, which is just silly as hell. Yeah. Uh, there's a really hilarious bit towards the end where Ash pulls a piece of wood out of one of the characters' like dead eye bodies. And it gushes blood like a waterfall. Like it's ridiculous. It's like watery <laughs> blood gushing yeah. out, and I love that shit. But there's so... bits like where Ash gets pinned under a bookshelf, and he he's acting like this one bookshelf is holding him down on the ground, mm. and it so obviously isn't that it becomes amazing. It's like for fuck's sake, it's so silly. There's something about the look of blood in those films that actually makes me feel slightly queasy. Well, it's it's quite good blood. They use caro syrup, I think. Yeah. It, it looks good. It, it, when it when it's that watery yeah. sort of, almost too red yeah. looking, it just it well, makes me of, feel slightly... One of the things Ill. I like about it is the use of colour. And the fact, you know, of course it's shot on film. Mm. And it gives everything a texture. Yeah. Uh, Evil Dead 2 is... Now, I love Evil Dead 2, but I still prefer Evil Dead 1 because I like the fact that the comedy is sort of unintentional, or mm. at least less prominent. But Evil Dead 2 has is basically just a load of creative gags, like mm. horror gags. And there's tons of jump scares, but they're really funny. 
jump scares. Mm. So I don't necessarily hate a jump scare if it's kind of earned. No, that's fair. It's a really lame way to make to get people invested in your film, though, I think. And most modern horrors just do them as a premise. Yeah. But Evil Dead 2 is one of my favourites when Ash is pointing his shotgun at the door of the cabin that's open. And it pans over to the door, pans back to Ash, pans over to the door, pans back to Ash, pans over to the door, pans back to Ash, and then a character jumps Ash from where the door was in a way that makes no sense, because he would have seen him coming. Yeah, yeah, right. And it's just yeah. a very funny jump scare, because it's you don't really register how nonsensical it is, and then it's funny again. <laughs> right. And of course, The Evil Dead 2 has the scene where he where he lunges out of the mirror, which is fucking brilliant, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Evil Dead 1 has the scene where he reaches into the mirror and it moulds like water. Uh-huh. And I've always, I always wondered, how on earth did they do that? Like, is it not budget? explained in a documentary? Yeah, it so. is, that's the thing. They just had the whole, they shot it, like, Horizontally, and the mirror was on the floor. Oh wow! And Ash is basically lying on the ground on the floor <laughs> next to the mirror and doing this. And if you look at it, you can see it. You know, you can tell. You can tell, right? Yeah. Okay. And of course, Army of Darkness is like, you know, it's not a good movie. It's a tonally like messy movie. It's like mm. Last House on the Left level of tone. It's like, <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's a stupid, goofy Three Stooges style comedy. Mixed in with like uh, implied rape and that sort of thing, yeah. And you know the the scene I mentioned that always makes me laugh when the skeletons are dragging topless slave women <laughs> by chains, yeah. And one of the skeletons turns around his jaw flaps and it goes like, "We got plans for you, girly girl." And it's so b- grim and yet so silly that it mm. always tickles me. And I like. Like um, I like Army of Darkness, and I will watch it again because it's one of my favourite culty sort of movies. But I could never argue convincingly that it's any good because it's not. It's really dumb. Mm. There's some really great shots, there's some really great set design, but largely it's just a stupid fucking movie. <laughs> you know. Okay, so, so given the, the remake, yeah. So yeah. given your love of the original series, where does yeah. the remake stand? The for you? remake, I have only seen the extended version, which they aired on Channel Four once and nowhere else in the world ever. <laughs> Which, when you think about it, is insane. Now, this happens sometimes. Sometimes a TV station will order up a film and they'll be sent the wrong version by accident. This happens. And this happened with Evil Dead. And the internet noticed and went, wait, what? Because I noticed, because I was watch- I saw it on Channel 4 and I put it on. I didn't watch it from the beginning. And I was like, this is vicious. Like, this is really vicious. There's no way this went out like this in the cinema. And I checked and it no, it did not. Right. It's just one of those amazingly serendipitous things that happens sometimes. It's some intern fucks up. Yeah. And you get something utterly mind blowing airing on TV. And I love it when that happens. <laughs> and uh yeah, that happened this time. And the remake is it's half generic teen horror modern slick remake and half scuzzy crazy Gonzo, Don, sorry, Evil Dead shit, which mm, I like. Yeah, and th- th- that half appeals to me greatly. And you have to get through the very banal first half to get to that, unfortunately. But once the blood starts flowing, it gets good. And that sounds like a really fucked up thing to say, but it's true. <laughs> once the carnage starts, that film gets fun. I, w- I will say, yeah, there's as far as it took the the violence and the the, the actual content on yeah. screen. There's as much as I. I'm not a particular appreciator of the original film. There is something you cannot replicate about the original 1981 film. Well, the practical effects, for one thing. Not just that, but yeah. the, as you were talking, the, the texture of the actual yeah. film stock, the, yeah. the the very look of the film. Yeah. You know, we were speaking in the last podcast about how 
there are certain textures like that Texas Chainsaw Massacre and there, there are a few others where it just looks like, you know, this camera has been put in the hands of this absolute basket case. Yeah. And they're just going to do whatever the fuck they want. Well, Texas Chainsaw, the, the way I would describe it is I think watching it makes you feel dirty. Mm, yeah. It puts a taste in your mouth almost because yeah. it's mm-hmm. so scuzzy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that elevates the film a thousand percent. Yeah. And say. that cannot be replicated. I know you're not a fan of that film, really. But it no, we'll get into it. that because I yeah. want to speak about of the course, remake yeah. of that. But yeah, there's someone you just can't replicate. So yeah. I appreciate that it took it so far in terms yeah. of its content, but it was just like, this doesn't feel dangerous. Yeah. This doesn't yeah. feel forbidden. This doesn't feel like just... Ooh, oh, God, that's, 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 that's a, that's a, that's, that goes a long way with yeah. the first one, I would say, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Any... That's it for Evil Dead, really. Yeah, That's all yeah. I can say about that movie, okay. really. Well, since you brought it up, we yeah. might as well speak about Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah. right? Because um, the original Texas Chainsaw, one of the seminal horror films, in my yeah. opinion. Um, uh, I haven't seen two, three, or four. I probably never will, because it, it is not a series I particularly like. Yeah. Um, again, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre... Um, you know, it definitely has its place in the sort of, you know... The pantheon. Yeah. Um, it's would, it's earned its status. It's a very important film in history. I, I, I in, say, in the history of the horror genre, I think yeah. it, I think it's an important Knowing, film. Seeing what I've seen from Toby Hooper following that movie, I would, <laughs> I would wager that a lot of the excellent direction in that movie is either accidental or someone else's work. Probably, yeah. Spiel, it Spielberg did it. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> No, Texas Chainsaw, I think we've briefly talked about it before. We have, you know, we'll just briefly just, cover it again. The last half hour is absolutely the most oppressive that horror cinema gets. Right. It's Tim, like being, it's like you're there. It's like being bludgeoned. The, it's vile. The editing yeah. of that, that last half hour when she's sitting around the dinner table yeah. completely drags me out of any uh, involvement in the film. Not me. Um... It's, you know, the, the frantic edit in between looking at them and then the close-ups of her and then it cuts back to them and then it's on her eye and there's a tear yeah. forming and stuff. And it's just, it's, it's, it, it gives me a headache. It's just think, noise. Oh, well, and, yeah, and it I, is. I can't. I think that enhances it because, of course, in the background, you've got the cha- fucking chainsaw noise as well. Yeah. Almost. Like and I said, the last half hour, the soundtrack is basically just buzzing. Yeah, it, and it does give you a headache, and it, it feels it, oppressive, and it, I like that. Well, it drags me right out of the mood, to be yeah. honest. I mean, I, although I don't find it a particularly engaging film, I, but I give it all the credit in the world yeah. for its like sound design, which is fucking immaculate. Yeah, um, and the look of it, you know, the opening narration, um, just you know, it's it's like you know, oh, this is a true story kind of thing, but yeah, it, yeah. It, it just. It lends it this sort of horrible reconstruction feel yeah. of it, like like they were they are actually telling you. Are, it it does feel like a report on a real crime. You know, I, I can't I can't really sum it up well. It's it's just there's there's a there's a tangibility about it that just that just hits me. So it feels like seriously the last, the first half hour almost feels like you're watching found footage, mm. even though it's not. It's yeah. cinema. It's composed. But, do, do you know but what? it has that realism. It's really it, impressive. There's there's a dread. To it as yeah, well, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you know you you you're getting in even before you begin liking the characters or anything. It's just yeah. like you're waiting for something to happen. It's just like you know this is going to go badly wrong. Well, um, the thing about that movie, as we've said before, I think is it's almost bloodless. There's like yeah. maybe one drop of blood in the whole yeah. movie, but it managed to convince people that yeah. it was really uber violent, yeah. and that is that is definitely down to sound design, yeah. which is is, is yeah. astonishing. Um, um, as but, for the but I, yeah. I was not particularly involved in it. 
Yeah. The remake. Yeah. Um, when I got around to watching it. Yeah. Initially, I really liked it. Um, having gone back to it recently, I must say that this, because I think this was two thousand and three, so it was the year before Saw. Right. And I would say this looks to me like the beginning of the sort of torture porn. Well, it's angle. the first. Was it the first Platinum Dunes horror? It, it was, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, Platinum That's Dunes. Michael Bay's um, production. Is Michael Bay's production company, which are yeah. responsible for a lot of these horror remakes, and they're yeah. all fucking terrible. Almost. Um, all. Was Friday Platinum Dunes? Oh yeah. No, apart from that, obviously, yeah. we'll get into that. Um. So, but I, th- I think it is responsible for the sort of kicking that because it, it's not about emotional trauma anymore. No. It's about screaming and about pain I... and stuff like you know the, the sheriff uh, played yeah. by Arlie Ermey when he's when he's berating the kids um, and they've got their faces in the dirt and you see like the saliva as they've actually got their fucking mouths like wrapped around the the dusty ground and stuff and yeah. it, everything just feels like it's enhanced to be just. Ugly. Yeah. The look of the film is ugly. I mean, all the Platinum Dunes remakes look the fucking same. Yeah. Um, it's not got a, a particularly interesting look. There are some reasonable um, horror moments in it, but like it totally fudges the the best bit of the original Texas Chainsaw, which is the sledgehammer murder. Yes. It totally fudges it. It plays it like an atypical well, horror moment. The, I... guy, the, the guy walks in, and then... The camera cuts to behind him, where Leatherface is already standing, yeah. which there's no way he could have appeared yeah. and not made his presence known. So yeah. it, it's a total... Um, it's, a, it's a wank. Yeah, yeah, it's a total fudge moment. And then it just doesn't have the impact. I mean, i I got to give have, it that. The original Chainsaw, yeah. that fucking now, first I can't murder. remember whether or not I've actually gushed about it on the show before. That sequence, but it's one of my favorite sequences. You have, in yeah, you, of you mentioned it the last the time. The misdirection. Yeah, okay, yeah, I won't talk yeah. about it again then. Which no, but you it, know that how I feel gold. about that. It's yeah, I mean that is true. that is one bit I definitely give it. <laughs> Probably accidental, but still very impressive. <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. really impressive, and yeah. and it just feels very, you know, it's kind of it's awful. <sighs> you watch that that sequence, and and I know I've gushed about it, but I'm going to mm. say one little thing is, when I watch it, it feels like you're witnessing a crime. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. how effective it is. Yeah, you feel uncomfortable. Mm. And not uncomfortable like you're supposed to in horror. You feel guilty. That's yeah. how well shot that is. The Platinum Dunes remake, I haven't seen in literally years. Yeah. But I remember it basically being okay, which is better than most of them. I mean, it's the, better than most horror remakes, that's w- all I'll say. When the original film, when it gets mm. into that house, yeah. it feels like you've wandered into a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. When you get into it feels the, like you're trespassing. Yeah. When, it, yeah. When, when you get into the reboot, it's like, it's just atypical dinge. Yeah. Um, you know that like the water dripping everywhere and the and the filth you know yeah. on every surface and you know him like cutting the guy's face off and then making the mask out of it and it's just yeah. it's ugly detail that just has no particular relevance to what whatever else is going on other than to make you go eh yeah. you know it's it it's very very generic um i must say my opinion of it has totally changed i i thought you know, not like in the original. I must say, when I when I first saw it, I thought, "Oh, this is much better than the original." It's mm. definitely not. <laughs> it's definitely not. Um, yeah. And then you know, you got the prequel to the remake, which is even worse. Oh, the beginning, yeah. I I I remember that being bollocks. 
Yeah, I it, remember it was abject bollocks. Um, I it's, don't. It pushes push, like that one. It pushes that torture porn thing yeah. even further. Mm. Um, which by that point has got really, really boring. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's that. Unless you've got anything, that's that's all I, I have to say, say about, about that. Massacre, yeah. Um. Okay. So I I watched a few again so yeah. recently. I've re- refreshed my memory. So I'll, I'll tell you another one that I was thinking of. Um, Psycho. Ah, uh, yeah, the shot for shot. Yeah. Gus Van Sant. Ba- yeah, basically, a sh- a, ostensibly a shot for shot remake. Um, Except they added some wanking. Yeah, which mm. I'm, I'm going to come to. So which the, ruins I mean, the whole the, film. the original yeah. I hold in the highest regard. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's a reason. <sighs> Sorry, I'm thinking about that wanking scene. It's yeah. Just, why would you make the psychosexual element of that film so overt? Like, what's the point? Well, this this is a problem with a lot of remakes, and mm. I'm, I want to speak about a sort of general point yeah, that I've noticed. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's basically taking, in order to be seen to do something different, you take all the subtext from the original and make it text. Mm-hmm. So you include stuff that is just unnecessary. You treat the audience with the lowest regard that you have to explain everything to them. Yeah. The thing is, the wanking in mm. the Psycho remake actually does not make any sense. No. Um, the reason is, y- y- you see him doing it, and then you get to the end when the uh, psychiatrist is explaining Norman's yeah. motivations and everything. And there's a line along uh, along lines of, um, he was never all Norman, but he's off- he was often only mother. Mm. So if you take it that both the Norman personality and the mother personality are watching Marion undress for the mm. shower. You're like, is mother wanking? Mm. Um, that, that I mean, would she not uh, like sort of take over at this point and stop him wanking? Or mm. like what? And then you get the. Oh, it's Vince Vaughn. I know, it's and it's Vince Vaughn. For God's sake, it's it's totally miscast, yeah. top to bottom. He does not convince as this sort of. Why did he even take that role? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I, you know, money. Yeah, money. Yeah. Um, he's the he is the worst um, cast member. In, Why would in, they in... even make a shot for shot remake of Psycho? Well, What's is the he, point? that's almost like career suicide. Yeah. In a, in a way, it's like you know the the original is still analyzed like fifty years later. I mean, it's a really really strong film. Well, it's a masterpiece, isn't it? Yeah. It's, Might be it, Hitchcock's it, best, maybe. Even. Quite possibly, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, and it's it's sort of boring to say it. It's sort of you know like very standard to say it. But the thing is, it's a fucking masterpiece. Yeah, 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 you, is, you're, yeah. you're right. Um, the way he you know just constructed it for like top to bottom, it's 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 gold. Um, but then you've got somebody recreating the whole thing, and it just it adds little pointless details like you know. Yeah. Um, the flashes of like thunderstorms during the murder. Yeah. Well, is is this supposed to be a representation of his psyche or something? It's like, do we care? Do we need this? You're not crediting. Reminds me of. You're not crediting the audience with any intelligence. It reminds and, me of the. It's not quite the same thing, but it reminds me of the Donnie Darko director's cut, where they basically oh, okay. put up on the screen arbitrary graphics, almost because he feels like he can. That's what it reminds me of. <laughs> Okay, I've not seen uh, Donnie Darko at all. Oh, well, the original Donnie Darko is an interesting, almost David Lynch sort of mystery movie. Okay. Where, you know, I when I was a little, when I was younger, mm. I thought it was like my favourite movie ever. Okay. Uh, now as an adult, I think it's less impressive. 
but it's still very enjoyable. Mm. It's still very interesting. It's still quite emotional, I think. And then every, when it ended, everyone online was speculating about what it meant and what everything meant. Mm. And Richard Kelly, the director, who we now know was to be a bad director <laughs> um, with, with no talent, um, he had been made by the studio to cut this film down and cut out the stuff that explains the film, essentially. Right. So people were speculating, and when people were speculating, it was the most fascinating thing. I loved it. Mm. Now, the director's cut came out, and he's like, oh, I'm going to go back and I'm going to make the film I always wanted to make. So, for example, at the end of the movie, when Donnie does something particularly significant to the plot, a green grid appears over the screen, and in the bottom left of the screen, it flashes the word purge. Why? It means nothing. It means nothing. He's just adding visual stuff to make his film seem more philosophical and complicated right. when actually he's just a wanker. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's no, like, in the middle of, the, like, in, instead of, like, you sort of, I wonder, instead of putting two and two together, he puts the text up on the screen explaining the tangent universe theory right. that goes into that movie. And it's uh -huh. like, so either there's stuff that does make no sense and you know it makes no sense, or you're just laying everything out for us instead of dangling a carrot, which is the correct thing to do, you know? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's what that psycho thing sounds like to me is just like, Maybe if I put this in, people will analyze what it means, even though it means nothing. It yeah. means I've just put. It means I put these stock effects in. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, that's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like wank, and I don't yeah. like that. I mean, yeah. Coming back to the sorry Ghostbusters thing, I mean, it, yeah. it, it's prop doing a remake. I think has to be, and unless you just don't care about yeah. the the output. Well, most of these, this is the case. Yeah. Unfortunately, has to be the hardest job ever undertaken. Because you're you're on a loser from the the get go, if you if you're remaking um, a film that has any kind of status, it draws comparisons. Yeah, right. As as Ghostbusters certainly did. Yeah. Um, if you're remaking um, a film that doesn't have particular status, and this is certainly you know where a lot of the yeah. horror remakes people come are going, in. why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the the problem is doing anything different with it, uh, yeah. like. What what I've noticed in the ones that I was watching, uh, like for instance, the fog, right? The 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 remake of the fog, um, because the, the John Carpenter's The Fog is one of my you know favorite horror films. Yeah. Um, it's one I watch every Halloween, mm. and it's just it's a really simple. I mean, uh, I remember that movie being creepy as hell. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very much like um Halloween. Yeah. Um, it uses a lot of the same crew, a lot of the same cast. Uh, very minimalist. You know, you don't see huge amounts of yeah. blood, or and in fact, it's virtually bloodless. Um, there are some impact shots, but they don't show like great gouts of gore Is or that anything. Based on a who's book? James Herbert? Is it a James Herbert book? No, the fuck? Am no. I going out of my mind? Yeah, I'm thinking of something else. Yeah, okay. I'm sure you're thinking of something else. Um, right. Yeah, so, so it's 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 a really creepy tale. Mm. Um, there's nothing. Particularly remarkable about it. No, it's just very well told. Well, sometimes it, things and it, are effective, and, it, and it's played yeah. for chills. Yeah, I think. Um, and and it it's very simple. It's it's minimalist. I mean, it's it's essentialist. Everything that's in there is just is what is needed to tell the story. And beyond yeah. that, you know, yeah. you, you haven't you haven't got. There's no excess on it. It's it's a really well composed film. Yeah, the like remake. Halloween. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, the remake of it. Takes the plot and adds a huge amount of just excess 
complication to it. Where, you know, I mean, it's basically a revenge tale. Yeah. But then they add all these because they haven't been able to craft actual characters like the original film did. They add in all this excess plot detail to give them something else to make it stand out from the original. Um, one of the characters uh, in the remake, um, who is just who's who's a really well drawn character in the original, becomes a ghost at the end through um, a kiss from another ghost. That works, yeah. I don't. I. I. I mean, that sounds shit. Mm. Um, because it is shit. Yeah. So, that's that's an instance where you've you've taken something and you've you've basically you've robbed it of exactly what made it decent in the first place. Yeah. Then you've got a problem where you you remake anything in a franchise. Yeah. Okay. So, might as well talk about it. Um, Halloween. Yeah. Right. Because we we brought it up. Right. Now, so, Halloween. I want to say that again. That's one of the. I'm going to say the word again. That's one of the seminal horrors. That's yeah. like the horror yeah. film. And I know you don't you don't hold if, it in the. If someone said that Halloween, no way. What were you going to say? Well, I I, I think you, you don't hold it in quite the high esteem that I do. In I term, didn't in terms used of... to. I, okay. I I think I, I I it's not my kind of horror film. Okay. But I think it's the best example of that genre that I've mm. ever seen. Uh, yeah. But that's just not necessarily. I like my horror films to have a bit of, bit more splatter in them usually. Fair enough. I'm not, but that film is. I mean, there are there are shots in that film that are still chilling to me. Mm. Um, little things because they they affect the way that you think. And the uh, the sequence when Laurie is walking home with her friends or something. Yeah. And you see him step behind a fucking bush or something. Yeah. It's creepy as fuck. Yeah. It's so scary. Yeah. Just his little blank ass face just disappearing. Yeah, yeah. And even and you're like, did I just see a guy? Yeah. Well, it's played. It plays with you. It's um, really the, good. The, the way it's played in the original yeah. is like it, it's basically up until he actually starts killing um, yeah. in the second half of the film. It's only Laurie that sees him. Yeah. And she is portrayed as being having this sort of really nervous disposition anyway. And you think, yeah. you know, it's it's although you know that he's actually out there, it's almost suggesting that she's imagining it, or yeah. you know, it's like a, a figmentation of her stress or, or whatever. Because she's obviously very very separate uh, from her friends, who are just very easygoing, fun loving, you know, just doing the sort of typical teenage thing. She does not come across like she really fits. There at all? Yeah. They 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 have a an almost they treat her almost like a bit of a pet. Yeah. It's it's a it's a strange relationship, but it makes her stand out because she's going to be the the heroine. So she well, she was she, like the archetypical final girl. Wasn't that's she? that's right. Yeah. yeah. So she needs to stand out. So yeah, bits like that. Archetypical uh, archetypal. Ar- archetypal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, the the way the way Carpenter uses the framing, um. Like you're always kind of on edge. He makes really good use of the 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 white sc- well. white screen yeah. and shadows and just yeah, it's it's compositionally it's a, it's a gorgeous mm. film. It's it's really well structured. Well, as um, a as a series, it's fucking bollocks. Yeah, I mean, the second one is decent. Yeah, um, basically, the the guy Rick Rosenthal basically tries to copy Carpenter yeah. because it's set the same night and directly follows on from the original. Well, so he's not allowed to make his own mark. The thing for me with with Myers, which mm. is where the remake falls down for me the most, is he works best as unexplained mm. um, force, more or less. But yeah. someone who you know is is human, mm. but has a force behind them. Yeah, that yeah. They don't 
explain at length because it demystifies the character that's, and takes that's away it, absolutely. everything about them that makes them interesting. Mm-hmm. And of course, the remake does the exact opposite yeah, and totally. goes to incredible lengths to humanise. Yeah, totally, totally the dismantles the, yeah. the, the mythic status of it. Yeah. And that, that, I mean, I'll get into it, but yeah. he, he kind of. Every every time he copies something from the original Halloween that is sort of forgiven because of the sort of mythic status of the killer, because he's humanized him so much, it, it falls on its arse. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, as a, as a series, it, it's very poor. I mean, the 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 sequels are are I've terrible. I've pointedly avoided them. Um, apart from H two O. Yeah. Um, which I think is actually pretty decent. Um, beyond that, it's it's crap. But didn't they, they, in Resurrection doesn't he actually kill Laurie as well? Yeah, he does. Yeah. So fuck, she, fuck the rest of the yeah, movie. She, <laughs> she's brought back for like a five yeah. minute opening where he just kills her and then he moves on to start killing. Other and that's people, it. Totally just, that's it. Yeah. So they they throw away the main like well, they, they, everything. The thing is, the ending of and he goes and kills Buster Rhymes. Well, no, no, Buster Rhymes um, challenges him. All oh, right. And um, is beating him down. And then uh, Michael was killed. And you know why the... though? Because he went to flip mode. He went to flip. <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna get. What Nobody's we're doing gonna here, get that anyway. We won't no, explain. No, no, we won't please, explain. please, let's not. Yeah, um, yeah they're, they're all terrible. But yeah, the the original Halloween is what is one of my favorites because it's it's stripped back. Yeah. It's it's completely. It's, it's very efficient. Um, everything is just in, in terms of backstory exposition. It's all just. Strip back in order to just focus on the one basic element, which is fear of the unknown. Um, yeah. Then you've got you've got Loomis, who really talks it up. You know that yeah. every everything that he says to any of the other characters is is basically what the exposition is. This is an element where Rob Zombie falls falls on. Um, when you know it, it time jumps in Rob Zombie's film. Yeah. Um, and it then has to give some sort of exposition to catch you up on what's happened. In when was past. it? Two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Yeah. Seven. Right. Yeah. yeah. poor film. Yeah. Fucking one of the worst I've, yeah. I've ever seen. I'd say it yeah. was. In fact, it was so painful. I wrote about ten thousand words yeah. on on how fucking poor it was and took it apart scene by scene. Yeah. I'm not going to do that this time. I'll cover the ba- the, yeah. the basic points. But this is one of the, the things that really got me when he delivers exposition in his film. Yeah. It's two characters talking who already know the scenario. Yeah. So there's a bit in, in the original Halloween in John Carpenter's, you see the original murder that he commits when he's six years old. Yeah. And then it jumps to Loomis in a car with a nurse. And they're they are going up to Smith's Grove Sanitarium to um, take uh, Michael Myers to away for his like court proceeding, I think. The nurse is totally unaware of the situation that she's going into. So she's asking him questions, and everything he says is building up the sort of mythic status of of Michael Myers. You get a similar scene in the remake where Loomis is speaking to Michael. And he's saying to Michael, you haven't said a word in 15 years. You know, Mm. stuff, stuff like this. I'm like, you're explaining this to him. He already knows that he hasn't spoken in 15 yeah. years. This is the exposition requires somebody who is not aware of the scenario yeah. in order for you to deliver this dialogue. Yeah. He's already aware that this this already doesn't yeah. work. It just in basic yeah. script writing terms, it doesn't fucking work. Yeah. Um <laughs> Sorry. Rob he was so promising, man. I um, thought. 
I have not enjoyed anything well, Snake. When I saw House of a Thousand Corpses, I thought that sucked, but I liked the basic aesthetic. Right. He could go on to make mm. a good film. Mm. Then he made what Devil's Rejects. Devil's Rejects. Pump. Yeah. yeah. Pump. Um, I didn't enjoy House of a Thousand Corpses. I didn't see Devil's Rejects, mm. and I've hated Don't bother. everything. Don't since. bother. <laughs> okay. Um, so I, his his aesthetics. In the Halloween remake, yeah. are, are horrible. Well, their music video, their music video yeah. aesthetics, didn't, and his music video. It's like a metal music video. Yeah, it's everybody's got long hair. Yeah, why has everybody got long hair? Because he likes long hair, I guess. The the town. Does he put his stupid wife in this movie as well? Yeah, she yeah. she's in it, um, and she's in the sequel as well. Even though she gets killed in the original, um, he finds a way to bring her back in just to give her a payday. Mm. The the town Haddonfield in uh, the remake. Is almost exclusively populated with redneck hillbilly fuckwits, mm. and that's not an exaggeration. You, there are maybe two relatable characters in the entire town. Don't remember any of them. Um, I, rem- I remember he, everyone being hateable. Yeah, so I didn't everybody's care about everybody's just really, really yeah. unpleasant. Yeah. Um, it's no this, one's a root for. No, it's this slight. Well, it, I mean, basically, it's trying to work up uh, Michael as being the hero. Um, yeah. It's it's trying to make him some sort of identification figure, and it's like, am I not supposed to identify with a heroine? And I, th- I thought this yeah. was about like the whole reason that you know the the way to create fear is to make us afraid of what he's going to do to her, not you know sort of rooting for him to kill all these people. Yeah. But they're all really hateful, and I'm yeah. kind of I'm not even egging him on because. It's it hasn't got that kind of playful energy that suggests like oh you know we're building up to a really good kill here. Well, I mean, when you watch Freddy versus Jason, even though Freddy and Jason are ostensibly the villains, yeah, you want to see them creatively off someone. Well, th- this is I mean that you know, certainly uh, changes. Yeah, um, you know um, as the as the as the Elm Street series goes on, yeah, you stop having identifiable um, teenage characters and start just getting cannon fodder basically, yeah. which we'll definitely get into when yeah. we get into the Elm Street. The Friday the Thirteenth ones—they're always canon. Well, when Jason folds that bed up with that guy in it, <laughs> yeah, that you cheer because yeah. it's fucking cool. Because he, he's a douchebag. Because it's um, funny. Also, you know, any any kill involving Freddy is yeah. gonna is gonna have some element of visual creativity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you, you're waiting for except something in the really remake. except yeah. the remake. We definitely get into that as well. Well, um, briefly, something um, you know really creative to happen. So you, yeah. you're you're right. The the violence in uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween. Mm. Is numbing. Yeah, it's it's not done. the The violence is not done to elicit any sort of humor because it's way too weighty. For yeah, them. it's not done with any sort of creativeness. Mm. It's it's not done where you really feel the impact of the violence. It's this merciless, just numbing fucking brutality. It's sadistic. It's horrible. Yeah, I mean, the, there's the, like. How do I explain it? I think I think I gave you an example the last time, but the mirror, yeah, yeah, the mirror where, where it's the just like one, right? sle- yeah, sledgehammering uh, this woman in a mirror eleven times, yeah, and each time it's given that same sort of shuddery camera effect to suggest yeah. like the level of impact, yeah. Um, he filmed. He's, it's like from the same angle and everything. It's just this bam, bam, bam. Merciless. Well, it's like it's like the fire extinguisher in Irreversible. Yeah, you know. And there's there's another bit like in again in the sequel where he he, he knifes this uh, nurse 
and it's and like the the final stab, he just plants it straight through her fucking head. Yeah, and but it's not shocking. It's just like, oh, Christ, just let this well, end. Well, it's the difference to me between now. I, I'm trying to think of the best way to word this because you know how I feel about violence because we yeah. talked about it at length. Yeah. It's not playful. It's not. No, it's, it's not macabre comedy. It's, no, it's actual. It, it's malice it's, and it's no, mean spirited. That's it. And I it, don't like that. It doesn't make you recoil in horror. Yeah. Nor does it elicit any sort of. It reminds me of like it's like I'm going to put a voice on now, but it's a, it's like yeah, she's fucking getting it. Yeah. It's like porn. You know, basically, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. Um, it puts you in this sort of basal, sort of feral fucking behavior. And I don't like. Yeah, it. yeah, it's yeah. The kind but, of violence I don't like to see. But again, it's yeah. it's it's trying to create this sympathy with the with the main yeah. villain. Well, um, I think it's trying to create that sort of metal style, like yeah, this is awesome. Kind yeah, of, fucking yeah. Blah, blah. But then, <coughs> excuse me, it totally falls apart again when he's asked to replay things from the original film. Yeah. So, for instance, there's a there's a great bit in the original film. I think one of the first kills, like because there's that film is bloodless. The, yeah, the original is, film, yeah. and it works completely to it to its advantage. The comp- isn't, there, isn't there blood at the beginning with the sister when he kills his sister? Oh, a, a brief, not a huge amount. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. A, a brief sort of spattering of blood yeah. uh, across yeah. her boobies. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, pretty much bloodless. The thing is, it's so well composed, right? And yeah. the, the images are so clear. I mean, they've still got texture because it's film. Yeah. And it's low-budget film, but they're clear images. It's well shot. That's yeah, it's really well yeah. shot. Car- Carpenter, in, when he... when He he could be visionary. He yeah. could be visionary. I mean, he, his career has really gone off the rails, and he's, he's lost. Every, he's pissed every ounce of talent up the wall. But when he was on form, he was fucking incredible. So, the, the kill... Like, the, the guy's downstairs raiding in the, the fridge for a beer. Yeah, and he hears a noise behind him, and he opens the door, and Myers comes out, mm. and he he picks him up by the neck, mm. and just plants the knife in him once, and mm. basically impales him onto the wall, and it's and it's really clear shot, and it's making really great use of the shadows and everything. It, it's kind of this human form, but you can't see the humanity, and that's basically what the mask is there for. I mean, that that's yeah. a, it's a he's a really well structured boogeyman. Yeah. And he's kind of he's standing and looking at him, sort of tilting his head, you know, from side to side, trying like almost examining him, like, "What are you?" You know, mm. because because he can't really. It gives you a sense that he doesn't really understand, like, yeah. what a human being is. You know, even though he's yeah. he's obviously one himself. Well, barely. The, I mean, the 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 character of Michael Myers in Rob Zombie's film is so heavily deconstructed as a person. Yeah. That when. He basically copies that death scene. It yeah. means nothing. Mm. And the level of violence mm. up until that point is so out of odds with a kill like that. He he basically replicates the same kill, but of course he he shot it this murky way. And the, the image is, is really unsatisfying just you know, if you were to look at it as a still image, yeah. it it's just horrible. It's aesthetically That's, really unpleasing I've to look at. Something now that I also hate about that remake. Yeah, go for it. Which is the tacit sort of implication that if you have a shit upbringing you're going to turn into a killer. That's 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 it, yeah. Which is um, deeply insulting. It's like, how could he be anything else when he's like just when he has abused, this kind of an upbringing, abused you know? by everybody? I know people who have had horrific upbringings mm. who have achieved so much. That's it. And it's like, nah, 
you if people if people beat you up mm. and your mum cusses you out and mm. your dad's a drunk, yeah. you're gonna uh, grow up to be the most it's, vicious serial it's, killer it's imaginable. This horrible justification for everything he does. Yeah. But then when he actually kills someone who's been sort of in any way nice to him, you think, Well, what am I supposed to be feeling at at this point? I mean Am I supposed to just be so on course with his well, like mm, scenario that it's just like it doesn't matter if he gets in his way? No, it's just I like, think yeah, what it is, more. I think what you're supposed to feel is, oh no, now he's kind of crossed the line. You but, know, but, it's like, dude, you kill one guy, you've crossed the line. Well, yeah, but the thing is, you know, the 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 pleasant characters are basically outnumbered by a hundred. So he kills like yeah. ninety douchebags, and then he kills this one pleasant person. And then he goes on to kill another 90 douchebags. I mean, I'm yeah. over-exaggerating no, just know. for effect, but it's just like, well, how is... I don't I don't get what I'm supposed to... Mm. And then <laughs> there are things within the sort of realistic aesthetic um, that he's, the, the character of Michael Myers is asked to perform. We're, yeah. we're in... And I can't really think of an example at the moment because it's, it's been a while since I saw it, but within his previous status in Carpenter's film as a boogeyman, as, yeah. a, as a sort of just, you know, blank slate, as you will, um, are understandable. Like, yeah. you know, he, like you know, he could appear from nowhere, essentially. Yeah. And he, he's sort of not quite of this world, you know. It, yeah. it, I mean, it, you know, it, it's kind of reaching, but there's, that's the well, way... That's the unknown, that's what yeah, you say. It's that, about the that's unknown. it, exactly. He's part yeah, of that. that. And, and he, he, Carpenter certainly plays up to that. But when he, he Rob Zombie replays the same trick, mm. it's just like, well, he would have seen him coming a mile away. This, it's just a person. You've already humanised him. Yeah, you know? and you can't go back. Um, you can't do both. Yeah. And it was actually interesting because, you know, it, it's like, it was very obvious that he was um, unhappy with the elements that he was asked to recreate from the original Halloween because it was a remake. And when I, I knew he was making a second one, I thought, it'll be interesting to see what his vision is mm. as a sole filmmaker without the legacy attachment without you know any anybody sort of looking mm. over his shoulder and just to see what he does with him on his own and it was even worse yeah uh, it was like trauma uh basically means you will be pill popping and unpleasant yeah um because that's that's what trauma does to you yeah you know? it's like you you can't possibly you know just try and get over it and be a reasonable nobody person. wins no that's it um there were a whole host of other things that pissed me off about that film. I mean, it was one of the worst I have ever it's sat through. Piss week. Um, oh yeah, there is. I I told you about this actually. Now this was in the work print version. Oh yeah. Um, the theatrical version totally omitted it. Yeah. And then it was reinstituted for the uncut version. When I, when I saw it was missing from the theatrical cut, I thought maybe he's realised this is going too far. Yeah. But it it's just it's screenplay stupidity. Yeah, there's a bit that Michael's whole escape is based around two guards in the sanitarium um, taking a female in- inmate out of her cell and taking her into Michael Myers' cell to rape her. Mm. And it's it's just it's he's reveling in just every grotesque just debauchery. Yeah, yeah. and it, it's every vile thing that exists in people, basically. Yeah is housed within every single occupant of this town. And you're going to see everything. And it's, every single unpleasant act that a person could ever commit, yeah. it's there. And it's artless. It is. Because it, in theory you can make, and the people have made, films depicting repugnance. Yeah. But they've done so with flair. 
Yeah. They've done so with a point. Yeah. And with 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 zombie, it's just I am metal. Yeah. So and, I'm going to do these I mean, metal things. And, but the, I mean, there's w- that's the thing. There's ways to do this and make you feel like oh, fuck, and you know, and make you feel sick and yeah. repulsed. And but it's just. It's even worse. It's boring mm. by that point, you know, when he gets to that. I mean, I, I could go on forever about how much I hate that, but I won't. You know, yeah, I think I think you get the general, the general sort of sense of, yeah. of, of how I feel about it at the moment. Um, so yeah, by yeah. all means, before I do another like two hours about this yeah. fucking film, I think we should discuss Friday and then we should consider winding down. Okay, because uh, there's a lot of these. Yeah, and the only thing to say for most of them is. Shite. Well, I'll, I'll cover some others briefly, but yeah, okay, yeah. let's go, let's go on a Friday. Um, maybe we should end with that in that case. Maybe we should okay. talk about because I don't um, really know that much about the other ones. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah. There's the, there's a couple of generic ones that didn't sit well with me. Yeah. So like I looked at uh, the Omen. Yeah. Um, which is uh, very much a shot for shot remake in 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 theory. I mean, not it it lifts. I forgot they even did that. Yeah. Was that the one where the trailer was just panning around the swing and yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. Now that the I mean the major problem with that is the that original it, sucks. No. Have you not? <laughs> no, I don't think the Omen is that good. Oh right. Well, I I, I think I, it has some excellent stuff in it, and I think Gregory Peck is excellent in it. I but th- I think overall it's quite unsatisfying. I think it's, but the the score is incredible Dun. on that film. Yeah. Um. And it lends it this operatic feel. Yeah. Um, oh, that's definitely true. Although there's there's a definite like elegance to it in part. Yeah. When, I mean, that's it. It's it, it's very, a lot of it is quite underplayed. But yeah. when when it hits this sort of horror notes, it goes for something spectacular. I think it's and a, I really appreciate. I that. think it's an OTT Gonzo sort of carnage movie trying to disguise itself as an art movie. Because I think the kills in that are so stupid that they belong in some other slasher, really. That's. But I don't. That doesn't make, make it bad. It just no, it doesn't really work for that, me. That's fair. I mean, I re- yeah. I really appreciate uh, much like the original. There's some great gothic stuff in that movie, though. I will say. I'll say, I'll say I appreciate the yeah. the sort of balance between normalcy, normalcy, yeah, and the kills very much like the way I appreciate Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Whereas everything's kind of. Just you know, moving along, and then when a horror bit comes, it's fucking massive. Yeah. Like you know, I mean, you know, there there isn't a huge amount of blood in the original no. Nightmare on Elm Street, but when it comes, it's fucking. It's like a fountain. You know, yeah. it's something spectacular. It's something that well, really stands. The out. omen. It's like you've got like a the, the sheet glass beheading yeah. shot from multiple angles in slow motion. Yeah. And it's like what? <laughs> well, <laughs> like... that's uh that's even worse in the in the remake by that. Ah, okay. Um so but yeah, I mean I, I really like the omen. I think I think it's a great film and it's got a fucking killer ending. And this is where I the re- remember the ending. The, well I'll I'll get to it. Yeah. Um because this is the problem that I have with the remake. Yeah. So not only does it just copy all the best bits from the original. Yeah. Um pretty much as the, as they were laid out. The kid uh, purposefully plays it evil. Yeah. Now the great trick with the omen, and maybe maybe this is something that doesn't really register with you if you don't particularly like it, but for me, the really great thing about the omen is it could all be sort of in coincidental. It, it, not not so much coincidental. I mean, you know, certainly the events could be seen as sort of yeah. horrible, massive coincidence. But basically, it could be mm. it's all in his head. 
I've this, not seen it for so long. The, this, I, I don't feel like... The, the relation yeah. to of it being this kid being responsible. Because mm. he's got that kind of cherub face. Yeah. He's got that really sweet, sort of chubby-looking, yeah. just, like, innocent face. Um, and it's like... You, you you get to the end and you realize you are willing Gregory Peck to murder this little kid. Yeah. Right. But this this is how much it's played out, and and it really plays that the angle of is he you know is is the stress of it just getting to him? Is is it all just get in his head? Yeah. Um. Because the the kid looks innocent. Um. And then you get to the end when uh Gregory Peck's been killed. Yeah. And they're at the funeral. Yeah. And the kid turns around. Yeah, and smiles at the camera. Yeah, and you realize you do you fuck all this time you fucking been doing it deliberately. You know exactly what's been happening, and you you've been purposefully playing this. You you're aware of your power. You're aware of and he's aware of the viewer. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's not how the kid plays it for no. the entirety of the film. He looks the picture of innocence. Yeah. In the remake, the kid plays it like this glowering, yeah. monosyllabic villain. Yeah, um, it sounds like they it, missed the point entirely. Yeah, missed the point entirely. And then they try to give it this horrible, updated relevance, like, um, oh, 9-11 was a, 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 an omen of the son of the devil yeah. coming, and all this kind of stuff. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. Basically, I think they made it for the release date. Because hmm. the release date six, was six, the 6th of June... 2006. 2006. Yeah. And it's like, you made a film... So just just so you could release it on. I fucking hate you already. I, I like the idea that they when they updated it for modern audiences, like Damien status update. Lol, put a knife through someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Picture of a guy with a church spire thing through his body. <laughs> Actually, going to think of it. You know, I haven't seen the original in so long. I wouldn't mind revisiting it because it's. I recommend you do. I mean, I I, well, I remember it. strongly that's you know that sequence when the the spy is full on that guy. Yeah, that's shot like really intense. Yeah, like when it hits him, it's like it's not like overplayed. It's just yeah, it's a great sound effect, and he just goes limp. Yeah, and it looks it's a great silhouette. But, it's a great the, silhouette. The, the build up yeah. to it is intense because there's this massive yeah. thunderstorm yeah. and the music. Honestly, yeah, the music great, yeah. the music is that and is fantastic. Well, and, it's, it and, it, and it's really built up, and then you get this sort of yeah. angle on it coming. Towards him, and then it just goes silent. Yeah, and it's just like the impact that you know. It was all. It was almost. It's 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 just it's quite over the top. Yeah, but it's it's done in a really spectacular. I I just there's something about it that just really gets me. I I love it. But the remake is total balls. What else are you um, saying? Right, the Hitcher. No, oh, okay. Let's let's speak about the Hitcher because this is another Platinum Dunes one. We don't need to go into great deal of detail Piece about this, but shit. we have, we had a quite an interesting experience with this, if you remember. So, the Hitcher. I mean, have you seen the the original Hitcher? Yeah. Okay. I really like that film. Rukahara, right? Rukahara is amazing yeah. in that film. Um, very good slow burn. Sort of very, film. very, very yeah. good slow burn. Again, a lot of just great um, standout scenes along the way. I think the photography in that film is stunning. I think they make really good use of the landscape and the sunsets and everything. Yeah. There is a gorgeous shot right at the end of the the guy leaning against the car, all in silhouette, and it's captured that sort of twilight, you know, yeah, the, the yeah, blues yeah. and the you know the intensity of the yellows and the yeah, sunsets. Yeah, yeah, it's a gorgeous looking film. Rutger is amazing. Little diamond in the rough, I would say. Yeah. Also, quite unconventional, I would say, to uh, have yeah. um, a guy. As the yeah. the lead, I mean, it, it's it's a fairly sort of typical horror 
slash your setup. Um, of course, a remake fucks that. Yeah, there's a there's a woman in it, but she's like a co-character. It's yeah. the guy is the lead, um, and he's basically sort of along the lines of the guy in Nightmare on Elm Street Two is asked yeah. to be a final a, a guy portraying a final girl. Yeah, um, but is which, this one a big like gay allegory? As oh well? god, no, no, no. Let's not talk uh, about that. Right yeah, now. We'll, yeah, we'll we'll get into that. But yeah, really, really good film. Yeah. So we went to, we went to see the remake. Yeah, um, Cack. Absolute fucking one cat. of the worst films I've seen in the cinema yeah. by far. Inept, nothing to recommend it apart from. Apart from, okay, yeah. so so for the first like half of it, yeah, um, bored it's, as it's, fuck. it's really generic bullshit. Yeah, um, it looks like ev- shit. Every cliche, Slick, glossy. Yeah, every cliche that could be played is played. What the hell is scary about a Giorgio Armani looking advert? Come on, I mean exactly, just, don't, exactly. Don't shoot that. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Go on. Anyway, and then. Mm-mm. Now, I want to just say before you say this, this <laughs> induced actual hysteria yeah. in me when it happened. Yeah. That I was laughing so hard it and was, I fell off my fucking seat. It was me, seat. you, and Luke. Yeah, and I think Graham was there as well. Might have been. Yeah, I um, think he was. I remember us all being really fucking bored with it. Yeah. And then, there is this scene. Um, Nine Inch Nails, Closer, starts playing. Yeah. There's a highway chase. Yeah. And Sean Bean, as the hitcher, basically massacres this entire police force on this highway chase yeah. to the strings of, to the, the strings yeah. of I want to fuck you like an animal. Yeah. And it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. They finally sought to inject some actual fucking personality halfway through this fucking hmm. mundane as fuck horror film. Yeah. They just, they suddenly gave it this boost of, like, charm. But the thing is... It's, charm. it's completely absurd. Yeah. And it's so absurd that I could not fucking control myself. I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I, it's like I was having a breakdown. <laughs> it's, I, a I really, having a, it's a really great yeah. description. Um, well, as, soon yeah. as, like, as soon as you hear that... Like, what is like? Are they seriously no. doing that? Yeah, <laughs> I think I actually went. Or one of us went. Like, are they playing fucking closer? <laughs> it's think, like, you know what genre this is, right? Yeah, I think the rest of the audience yeah. were getting pretty pissed off with us by this yeah. point because we were. Well, Luke was doing his usual. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. it. And then it's like, I wanna fucking shoot down this fucking helicopter. Yeah. Oh my god, this just became amazing. Yeah. And then that's right after it. that, done. Yeah. That's it. No that's more fun it. stuff happens. It's that one scene. Yeah, but that was almost worth the price of admission. Yeah, alone. I would say it was just for the memory. Yeah. Um, yeah. And when I say I fell off my chair, I, I mean literally, I was lying in the aisle almost. <laughs> Not even. I, yeah. I was laying in the footwell. That's it. Because we were right at the front, and there yeah. was loads of space, and I think you actually collapsed. I did. I, I was crying with laughter at how bad it was. It was it was beautiful. Yeah, it um, was absolute ass rot. Yeah, it um, was terrible beyond rational reason. It oh, was so bad. Oh my god! And that's yeah. all there is to say about that garbage. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Garbage um, movie. Okay, another one I wanted to cover just yeah. briefly. Uh, Black Christmas. Oh god. Okay. Have you have you seen? Any I've not seen the remake. I've seen the original. I don't hold it entirely highly, but I know you do. So I do. I I think it's. I mean, I won't. I'll I'll cover does it. Does it predate Halloween? Yeah, it does. Yeah, Nin- I thought it did. Yeah. Nineteen seventy-four. Um, yeah. I'll get into why I love it another time. I think because I've not re- I've not rewatched it in a while, so yeah. I want I want to talk about it with yeah. with some clarity. But wasn't the remake done by? Excuse me, done, done by some X Files, the Final Destination guys. Yeah, Morgan um, and Wong. Is that Morgan and Wong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, this is this is the hilarious bit that yeah. I'll cover. This almost 
almost pisses me off more, actually. Um, the original, I think, is is a fucking spectacular film. It's got a fuck ton of atmosphere, yeah. and it's got this dread all the yeah. way through it. There's a kill, um, the where he kills the girl by he puts the like the polythene bag over her head, yeah, and, and yeah. basically like asphyxiates her. Yeah, that's always grubby. There, there's this, yeah, but the, so the kill is horrible enough. Yeah. But there's then a subplot of this the her father yeah. um looking for her. Yeah. The whole time she is upstairs in the yeah. in the like top floor room of this house when they're all like frantically searching for her. Yeah. And it keeps cutting back to her body just rocking in this chair. Yeah. They are totally unaware. They are absolutely frantic looking for her and it's really chilling. And it keeps cutting back to her lifeless body just and it just it chills me to the fucking bone, mm-hmm. that stuff. There's a superb kill, um, and this is where you know a really good ju- example of juxtaposition. Yeah, you know they open the door to some carolers, yeah. and it's this really cherubic, you know, singing really jolly, and then somebody's upstairs getting stabbed to death with like this ice pick or something, I think, and it cuts back between the high pitched intensity of this this singing yeah. and this 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 angelic singing to her in her like death throes as this guy. And it, it sends my blood fucking cold. Yeah. It, it, there's something about the the way he does it that just really rattles me. Um, it, it leaves me feeling weird. Might have um, to rewatch that. I think I think it's brilliant. Got the DVD knocking about somewhere. The the remake totally fucking does. Like now don't tell because I haven't seen this, but I'm going to make a guess. Okay, go for it. Does the remake play it for absurdity and have them get murdered in Christmassy ways? No. Oh, good. No. Um, so no one sharpens a candy cane and gets stabbed with it. No, I think that that's like Santa's sleigh with Bill Goldberg yeah, that you're, you're yeah, probably talking about. Yeah. Um, okay. No, it is absurd. The, the the tone of it is absurd though. It's basically like a sitcom with murders. Yeah. Um, it's like Final Destination, presumably the later Final Destination. Well, movies. this this is what I'm going to get into. This, this is the only point of sort of vague interest with it. Yeah. Um, a lot of it is very generic. Yeah, they have a real boner for that bit where he asphyxiates the girl because basically the setup for yeah. a huge proportion of the kills in that film, he puts a bag over their head and then cuts out the eyes mm. and then eats them. Mm. So they turn him into this weird sort of all-in-one killer. Uh, he's got yellow skin. Right. Um, he's 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 got some sort of genetic thing where he's like yellow. He's a yellow buster from Sin City. Well, he's tombs. You know, oh, he's, he's got some sort tombs, of yeah. yeah liver dysfunction or something. Yeah. Um. So the, and he keeps having this thing of popping out people's eyeballs. I, I don't really get it, but on ha- screen. Yeah. Ugh. Oh yeah, and then eating them. Gross. Um. Like it, it, his mother, uh, rapes him. Um. In a flashback. Yeah. This. <laughs> this is it. The original Black Christmas. If you Christmas. get sexually assaulted by, if you get sexually harassed or assaulted by your family. Hmm. Abused, you will turn into a killer. That's it. Well, the, okay. but, the, but the thing is, like, why do they do this? I know, but this is it. That this is they have to. The only thing they can do to make it different Who is, cares? To, is, is to explain away every bit of mystique. Mm. That this is a, a real dysfunction in a lot of horror remakes and stuff. But basically, yeah. the the backstory of the killer in the original film, you can pick up like bits and pieces from his garbled phone calls. Yeah, um, that he keeps making, which are fucking horrible. But it's never really explained. Here you get like full on fucking flashbacks. And his his mother basically sexually assaults him. Yeah. He kills her and then he takes like Christmas 
cookie cutter things. Yeah. And cuts out chunks of her flesh to eat and stuff like that. It's right. it's just it's fucking it's, it's like why? It sounds horrible. It's so boring. But it's like halfway it vile. Yeah, it is. But halfway through, yeah. it's like they forgot that they were doing this. So, for instance, um Garbage Day <laughs> There, there is a bit. It, it becomes Final Destination. Oh, okay. So there's a People bit... People getting killed in, in intricate... Like, yeah, yeah, there's a really extravagant, convoluted kill. Yeah. There's there's an icicle. Oh, ha- I think you've mentioned yeah, this. Yeah, an icicle hanging above the house. And this guy steps out with a cigarette. Yeah. And a water droplet from this icicle Extreme. falls. And yeah. extingu- it lands exactly on the tip to extinguish the guy's cigarette to set up a kill. Yeah. It's basically to establish that the icicle's there. Because yeah. later on, um, there's a woman um, looking in a car window and sees this immense like blood splatter go up the window where um, somebody's been killed. She staggers backwards, and this icicle falls off the roof and impales her. Just as a coincidence. Yeah. It's so fucking convoluted. That sounds so stupid. Did you, did you start thinking you were writing a Final Destination at, at this point? You know, it's, yeah. like, it's like the only aspect of personality that goes into the entire fucking thing. Yeah. The rest is like horrible generic so garbage. Being, they go from sort of being sexually abused by your family to, to comedy. To like... <laughs> yeah. Like, <sighs> almost like a Three Stooges fucking... So Lost House Syndrome bullshit. again. Yeah, yeah okay. routine. And then... It, I mean, and, and this is this is something, and and it's, I mean, it was it's it's more horrible than some of the remakes because another problem with horror remakes is they really dilute the content. Like the fog is basically a PG thirteen version of the original right. fog. Now the original fog is very bloodless, um, but it's definitely a horror film. It's intense. This it, it was like some of them yeah. just feel like they're made for teenagers. Right. Like, yeah. Well, they are. Young, young teenagers, I'm talking right. about. Like 12, 13 year olds. Well, I think that's part of the audience they go for, is I know. people it's who like, uh, want but, to feel like they're getting away with something. I know, I know. And it's like, yeah. but they don't feel like they're getting away with anything because there's nothing to get away with. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's it's just redundant. It's horrible. But um, the, the point was... Uh, Christ, I forget what the point was now. Um, Black Christmas remake is bad. Yeah, it's 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 very very bad. But that that's the only aspect of real like personality in it. The rest is just devoid. Oh, that was it. Yeah, the ending. Yeah. Um, so many of these films just never seem to realize like what kind of killer they're dealing with. So yeah. you, you know we're talking about like Michael Myers and yeah. how basically he's established as the as the boogeyman, and yeah. Yeah. that means like no matter what they do, you know he can come back like multiple times, and it's just like you're you're not invested in a person's story. Yeah, you're invested in the fact that this is just a, re- a representation yeah. of evil. Right? Yeah, you get something like Black Christmas where it's established that this this guy is just a guy. Yeah. But he, they're like they put him in a body bag and he comes back, you right? Know? And it's like, remember what kind of killer you're dealing with here? You can't just—it's so fucking cheap and ineffective. So they add a supernatural element. Yeah, no it's like being inbred doesn't give you fucking superpowers, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, is how I would get you getting to. like molested by your family doesn't give you superpowers. Yeah, because if it did, yeah, no, no, leave, 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 leave it. And then they replay the sort of you know final jump scare thing yeah. that uh, that died. Its when death. Scream made fun of it, and yeah, pointedly yeah. ruined it. It's yeah. like you're in a post Scream uh, era. You can't do this just you, generic you, you, anymore. You can't yeah. do that. Carrie was like. 
what was that, 1976? So we're, what's that, 50 years ago now? <laughs> like, move on. If and, But if you're going to do it, don't make the setup for it so fucking mm. obvious. 40 years, actually, but yeah. 40 years. Okay, yeah. fair enough. But it's like they really telegraph it a mile away. Yeah. Like, there are lines in that film that are purely expositional setup. Like, they're, there's, they're, they're in a hospital, and one of the victims is, is getting treatment. And the nurse, yeah. the, the nurse goes to leave the ward, yeah. and she's fiddling with the doorknob, and she's, like, oh, they were meant to fix that ages ago, and then she leaves, and it's like, wonder what's going to happen two minutes from now. Then is she going to yeah. try and open that? Is they're going to ah, that's clever. You can establish that like fucking ten years ago, you know. So well, it's I'd the whole forget. Chekhov's gun thing yeah. again, yeah. isn't it? And it's 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 bullshit. Um, it's bad storytelling. Yeah, it really is. Um, yeah. Let me think. Are there any others that I really particularly wanted to say? Um, well, just to actually, yeah. Oh, the ring. I, I wanted yeah. to make a, a brief mention of that. Um, in the context of the Americans totally mishandling a foreign. Uh, no, I, my understanding was that was actually meant to be one of the better ones. Okay, it's definitely not. Mm. First of all, um, Ring, the original Ring. Doesn't the now? Can I just say one thing? I might be mistaken on this. Yeah. Doesn't the Ring remake change Sadako's motivation to be actively malicious uh, and wanting to curse others? Yes. Yeah, because that's yeah. not what the original Ringo yeah. is like, is it? No. Yeah. Uh, it's also got horse suicide. <laughs> so of all the best movies. <laughs> yeah, mm. I, can't, I, can't, I can't, I can't achieve. Yeah. you know, unless yeah, there's know. a horse, a horse suicide. And I'm sinking my fingers into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Moving um, on. Moving on. I th- I, there's something for me that is lost in the translation from yeah. moving it from Japan to America. Yeah. Um, it doesn't feel like a story born of American culture. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The 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 well, those sort of ghost stories usually are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The um the look of the original ring. I mean, you can feel the dread in that film. Is that it, there's it's just ominous mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. all the way through. Yeah, yeah. The way they try to recreate that in the American version is just to put a grey filter over everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, bits like really understated bits like you know in the original when she opens the. She's telling the story of how she found the first uh, victim, like the yeah. girl at the beginning, and she opens the cupboard, and it's just her twisted, contorted sort of yeah. ring face. Um, in order to make a point about that, they have a, a big music sting Same, yeah. over you know her finding the corpse. Yeah, totally unnecessary. Yeah, um, stuff like it just it just it takes every ounce of subtlety out of it and just, it just rings it into the usual tropes, doesn't y- it? Yeah, yeah. it just. Well, also, they absolutely fuck up the key moment where Sadako comes, comes yeah. out of the television. Because along similar lines to what they do with the glove coming out of the bathtub, yeah. it's, it's that kind of erratic, sort of yeah. jumpy movement. Not, that qu- sequence, not quite. Sort of, the, the timing of it is totally off. It looks fake that as fuck. The sequence in the original is. It's one of the sequences in horror cinema I think it's absolutely yeah. terrifying yeah it is it's so terrifying it's yeah. bloody brilliant yeah and and you've never seen anything like it before and no. it's like oh my god Th- that's it yeah. they, they couldn't possibly remake that film without recreating that bit yeah but they fuck it well they, they make it so that 
the heroine has to actively curse someone else to save her son or something, right? Yeah. Which is completely against the spirit of both Sadako and the original movie. That's it. I mean, it's it's that kind of, you know... Isn't isn't she not... Isn't she... Isn't Sadako not really malicious if, in the if, first one? If I she? remember correctly, it's it's yeah. a sort of... She's more like lonely. Yeah. And, yeah. and the, the curse, they don't quite understand what to do with the curse. Yeah. But also, the ending of the original film, yeah. when you know she's basically, in order to save her son, she's going to yeah. show the tape to her father yeah. and then encourage him to make a copy so that he doesn't get yeah. cursed and all that. But you don't see the son yeah. getting yeah, saved. Yeah. It's the journey because she's got like you know, yeah. this this time to do it. And it's like and it's left on this kinda well Yeah. You know, what? Mm. What next? Kinda Ring no. two. And it, yeah. Which yeah. was fucking terrible. Ring zero. Yeah. Uh which I didn't see but apparently is fucking it's very bad. Yeah. Really, really bad as it's well. It's really bad, yeah. Um yeah, so that kind of thing, that really bugs me when you when you've got this really spectacular original and the only thing you can think to do is just Americanize it. Yeah. And basically take Anything that means anything of that yeah. original film yeah. is totally undone by trans by moving it across the pond. It just doesn't work. Yeah. That said, yeah. um, of all the hatred I've got for remakes, and there's there's plenty more I could say, there are a couple that really stand out. Yeah. Um Piranha, which we've already we've talked, talked about, talked yeah, about which yeah. is which is glorious. Barely even a remake, to be honest. Though, yeah. Really. Well It's just another movie with piranhas in it. Yeah, really. yeah, fair enough. But, yeah. Um The Fly. Uh, yeah, Cronenberg. Yeah, yeah. Which I always I forget mean, that's a remake as well. Yeah, I, mean, I consider that to be the uh, the the flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like with the thing. Yeah, which we're yeah. About to mention well, I'm, I'm yeah. definitely going to mention the thing. Um, yeah. yeah, the the fly. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I told a story the last time about my my experience with that. I saw it when I was about eight years old, or I saw a bit of it. Mm. And when he when he vomits up that stuff to digest his food, yeah, um, that made me ill. And yeah. it made me so ill that I just like lost my appetite for like weeks. Yeah. And my parents were like really concerned. It was like, and it left, it left a scar. Yeah. There were, there were, I, I correlated some sort of, you know, um, trauma to that. Yeah. Um, and it took me about twenty years to go back to it. Yeah. It's a that is a beautiful film mm. for for all the grotesqueness of it that comes later. Yeah. Um, you know they the. the Sort of obvious sort of uh, allegories in it, you know. He relates it to like a cancer. It's around the time of the whole AIDS epidemic and all yeah. that sort of stuff. What and, and yeah, Cronenberg does body horror better than practically anybody on the planet. Um, the effects in it are incredible. Um, like the transformation, yeah, is just horrific. <laughs> yeah. Um, but at the heart of it is this like love story. Yeah. Um, and and it plays like a tragedy, more than a sort of just a a monster movie. You know, yeah. you re, you, all the, for all his faults, you really feel for him as a character, and it, yeah. and it, and it plays like a, it's it's a beautiful film. Um, Surprised they haven't tried to remake that again, actually. Well, apparently they were going to produce another one, and Cronenberg was going to do it again. <laughs> and could it have been like, good. Why would he? Why would you go back? He could have been good though. It could have been. It had the potential. I mean, I liked. Um, it just never Shit, went. He ahead. did history of violence, right? Yes, he did. And he did uh, Eastern Promises. Eastern Promises. Yeah, and I thought yeah. they were both pretty good. Um, they were pretty good. I would say History of Violence um, mm. is a much uh, stronger film than Eastern Promises. Yeah. I think the, the his his mm-hmm. recent stuff is a symptom of him having sort of mellowed 
I've not seen any of his recent stuff. I, don't um, I haven't seen his most recent stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I, he's not. He's making perhaps more psychologically uh, yeah. interesting pieces now, but th- th- that doesn't have the sort of viscerality that he had uh, back in the, his sort yeah. of heyday when you think like Shivers. Well, Shivers is crazy. Shivers well. is insane. Yeah. It's got this frantic like yeah. energy to it, which charts it as like you know. By the time you get to that ending, yeah, um, it's just it's got this like. Fierce, yeah, just yeah, you know, yeah, vibe to it, um, which is totally tangible. Existence as well. Existence, yeah, yeah. that's another one. Um, yeah, so I, I feel he's kind of mailed. History of violence was most interesting to me since you brought it up. Yeah, um, the sex. Mm, yeah, the, the sex scenes are really interesting in that because you, you've got you've got the two at play. You've got you've got this sort of slightly, you know, you've got the, this married couple and it's slightly giggly and they're they're sort of a bit a little bit fumbly obviously they're very comfortable with each other and then you've got this when he reveals his true identity yeah, yeah. and there's there's also other psychological elements at play when they have that and it's really rough on the stairs yeah and it's like is she into this or is she not yeah. into this you, you know it's it's kind of it's almost it's bordering on sort of marital rape well, that's, I mean, that's an adaptation of a comic. Yeah, I, yeah, and yeah. And that scene just is not, that's just not in it. That's, right. That's Cronenberg. Uh-huh, okay. Uh, not that it matters, but mm. the comic is worth reading, I think. Mm. But I think the film is very strong. Yeah, yeah, it's a good film. Yeah. Um, but the other remake that stands out for me as a really great one, yeah. if you're going to do it right, is The Thing. Obviously. Yeah. Um, I always forget that's a remake as well. Yeah. I haven't seen The Thing from Another World. Mm. <clears throat> well, we don't need to. No, but the, the thing is, yeah. um, what from what I understand totally totally different yeah um well i think it has the one if not if if not the strongest it has one of the strongest premises for any film i mm. think for building tension yeah and of course the x-files ripped it off yeah fold the wholesale do you know what that was still a great episode yeah ice was yeah. great yeah um we'll do an x-files cast one day guys. oh yeah yeah we'll yeah. get around to that <laughs> yeah absolutely. we'll get around to that that takes uh, quite a bit of research though. yeah um, no, well not as much from me because I, I i i know that show backwards but yeah Okay, do it now then. Um, well, I don't really want to do it right now. Okay. <laughs> no, the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's. That, I've got a friend who won't watch that. It freaks him out too much. Oh really? Wow. Yeah, he doesn't like the body horror in it. Um, the body horror that I mean the the effects in that are insane. Mm. They're and but they're insanely good. Was that as Carpenter well. as well? Yeah, that was Carpenter. He's popping up, didn't he? That was basically his last good film masterpiece. Yeah. Really. Um, I mean, he did Monkey Shines. He, he did. Wait, was that like, him? No. Was that Romero? You think so? Damn. Yeah. He did Big Trouble in Little China. Oh yeah. Um, like Escape they from New York. Escape from New York was before. Oh, the thing. I see. Assault on Precinct. 13? That was before Damn. Halloween. Man, I know a lot of John Carpenter films. You do. I mean, basically from. He made a lot of really diverse, excellent films. Yeah, he did. And wow. then, and then he made Christine, and something went very wrong. <laughs> or something started going very You're not wrong. supposed to do that, mate. No, leave, That's leave, what wrong with leave car. them cars alone. <laughs> you, get that, you get the car killing people. You take that car to the shop. Yeah, I'm not even that. <laughs> Here's your problem, Pelly. Someone said this thing to evil. Yeah. Oh, Christ. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. You, you quote The Simpsons, it's over. It's over. Um, yeah. Pretty much. Um, but yeah, it's, it's such a. I mean, that features in the list every Halloween as well. It's yeah. such an amazing film. Yeah. Um, you've just. The the tension in it, the paranoia. Um, yeah, um, yeah. 
the effects, like the the, the creature effects in it, That's like the scary, the, man. the inventiveness of it. Yeah. As well, You've never seen anything so, like that before. No, but they never repeat the same effect. They, no. they, they're always moving it on to something else. I mean, even when it, it's got that big, yeah, you know, when, it, when it comes into the big thing at the end, you know, from the from the always, from the like the yeah. little spider head. The thing that always gets me is the uh, the more the stomach more. Oh the, yeah, when he's fibrillating yeah. the guy and it, it, the whole Bites chest opens up and a mouth. Oh, I mean, yeah. I could go on forever. There's so. a thick. Dark, pitch black streak of humor in that movie that I love yeah, as well. Yeah, there is. Yeah, but they are all really well, you know, formulated characters. Yeah, they they feel like a group, but they feel like a group that group that have, although they have a, a sort of history and knowledge of each other, they've been thrown together. Yeah, there's already undercurrents of mistrust in yeah. there, and this just like ramps it up. Yeah. Um, how they like the blood test scene. Like, yeah, oh, that's the best scene in the whole movie. If you're gonna do a jump scare, yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah, don't telegraph that it's coming. Yeah, you know, I mean, okay, you you knew that there was gonna be some sort of reaction when they encountered a thing's blood, but you don't know what's you don't know what it's gonna be. You don't know yeah. what's gonna happen, so you're not prepared for it. And it's it's played off a lot. It's similar to the the first appearance of the shark in Jaws. Yeah, yeah. it's it's not played off a, a joke so much, but it's played off as just a sort of throwaway line. It's like. Yeah, I thought you'd be feeling like that. We'll do yeah. you last. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like holy shit! You you don't even see it coming, and then the guy starts like sort of bubbling and mutating. It's like, fucking hell! Yeah. And the ending of that film, yeah, just leaves it on this. Ugh, it just it gives me shivers. I don't even it's, remember the ending. It's been so long since I've seen. Well, it. They, they, he blows up the camp. Yeah. To. Um, kill the thing, and then Childs comes out. So he's sitting like absolutely yeah. knackered, and Childs coming out, and he's like, well, "Where were you?" Yeah. Like, oh, I was. I followed someone out. He's like, "Well, we're the only two left." Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. He's now, like, yeah. "Well, if we've got any surprises for each other, I don't think we're in much of a state to do about it." It's like, yeah. Well, what do we do? Yeah. Why don't we just wait here for a little while? <laughs> yeah. See what happens. Mm. End. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what the fuck happened? Yeah. You're, just, you're left on this really. They're both the thing. Some, well, yeah, or none of them's the thing, no, or one of them's the thing. thing. They're both the thing. <laughs> well, they just like fuck, yeah. basically. They <laughs> when, more they, when they both realise that yeah. they're the thing, they just fuck. Put your um, thing in my thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's just left on this really somber note. It's it's yeah. beautiful. It's it's that's another thing that I point to saying is basically immaculate. Yeah. Um, I would say. Very few faults in that. I think we should consider um, bringing this towards to a close. To okay. A close. Well, briefly then, we'll touch on Friday the Thirteenth. Right. Yeah, the Friday the Thirteenth remake. I would feel free to tell me I'm wrong here. I think, in terms of the gulf of quality between the original and the remake, it's easily the best remake I've ever seen. Uh, Considering how much the first movie sucks. Yes. Yes. Friday so the Thirteenth, the original, is iconic. Mm. And it's boring bollocks. Mm. When I finally got round to yep. that, um, obviously, again, it had a reputation for me. And this this is always a problem. When I when I hear of the film's reputation first before I see the film, yeah. inevitably when I come to watch the film, I'm disappointed. So I'd heard a lot about how it was really horrible and there were these really you know well-crafted death scenes yeah. and all that sort of stuff. And then I found out after having watched it that like the first three or four films in that series are still like massively cut. Yeah, and they've never been released uncut. There's there's yeah. loads of bits of violence and stuff that are still trimmed. Yeah, um, the Tom Savini effects in the original 
are basically the only thing that make it stand out. Yeah. Otherwise, it would be very sort of generic yeah. stuff. Um, reasonably well executed. Yeah. Um, the first like five films in that series have a very sort of production line mentality. Yeah. Um, they they tread the same boards. They have the same like even you know the font of the opening credits and stuff. This this style they all look the same. Um, there is nothing to distinguish one from the other. Yeah. Four, Crispin Glover doing a dance. Y- yeah, the the final chapter, part four, ha- um, at least crafts um, a reasonable uh, hero. Yeah. Um, Tommy Jarvis, uh, yeah. Corey Feldman, um, and basically, sort of plays along the same lines of the remake in that it's got like more of everything that you've enjoyed in the first three films. So yeah. more kills, more boobs. You know that. that, yeah. that the kid. remake was Platinum Dunes. Uh, Finest hour, I would say. Yeah, I say the same guy that did the remake of the Texas Chainsaw. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, but then you have like part six where where it becomes meta, and you know yeah. they, they've got the Alice Cooper song about <laughs> Jason, and yeah. you know it's like, that's where you get zombie Jason, and then the next film introduces Kane Harder, which the fans revere as mm, a god for no reason, and I, I yeah for absolutely no reason other than he's really pleasant to fans. Yeah, like there was no reason for him to be in Freddy vs. Jason had that had that happened. He was so bitter about that. He, he, was salty. he is still fucking bitter about yeah, that. He's which salty, which is fucking hilarious to me. Yeah. He's he's one of the worst people to play Jason. Ken Kersinger was great. Yeah, he really yeah. was. He he looked like a really solid match. Yeah. Um. So and and then you've got it like Jason takes Manhattan, where there's only like ten minutes in New York, and like mm. half of that is in a fucking sewer. Yeah. Um, although it's got that one spectacular bit where he uppercuts punches the head off, uppercuts yeah. the head off, yeah, which is awesome. Um, and the bit where he kicks that guy's ghetto blaster to shit, which is yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like you know, Jason X, which Jason goes to space, and that was the first Friday the Thirteenth I saw actually. And yeah, g- I given, think I saw I think I saw Freddy versus Jason first actually. Yeah. Given the reputation that series yeah. had though, I was expecting something much more from Jason X, yeah. and it looks very sci-fi channel yeah. fucking. Bollocks. Jason um, X, I like despite everything. Honestly, yeah, I think it's a lot it, of fun. It, it does. It's it keeps the yeah. the tone of it pretty fun. Um, but the remake. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we went to see it together, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. At least and once. I was not sure what to expect yeah. from it really because I I had an awareness of the series at this point. Yeah. I was just like, this is bullshit. Yeah. I mean, the, the Friday Thirteen series is not one to be beholden to at all. Yeah. What it did that I loved, is it basically condensed the first four films into one film. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got the decapitation of the mother right at the start. Yeah, they get it all out of the way. Yep. You've got a bunch of victims which are killed off within uh, the first 15 minutes. The opening is quality. That is quality. And when yeah. they find the weed growing. And yeah, 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 yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, so you've got a bunch of assholes that are killed off in the first 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Then the title comes up. Yeah, yeah. And then you're introduced to a whole bunch of other characters that are set to be killed off yeah um <laughs> none of the kills were particularly inventive at all didn't they go through the paper bag to the rocky mask as well yeah the they did movie? they, they yeah. were they, they went through yeah the um he finds it in burlap the, yeah, sack, yeah yeah uh to the hockey I like mask the kill that's right when the girl is swimming away under and she's hiding underneath the pier and then he puts the machete through the pier and gets her in the heat oh that's brilliant because yeah. it's so <laughs> That fucking bit, yeah, because he stabs the machete through the dock, yeah, and picks her up. So you get another flash of her tits yeah. before she drowns. Yeah, um, well, she, well, she's dead anyway. Ridiculous. But it's just like, yeah. you know, you could have just let her sink. But yeah. no, let's have another look at her tits. Yeah, lads. 
yeah, lads. It's like the the sexy Get your oats. The sexy later. Yeah. Where Oh that's the, the funniest the thing. Fucking, he's like, You got perfect nipple place. I was about baby. to mention that. That's one of my favourite lines. And she's giving it a roll. She's really yeah. enthusiastic. And yeah. and the heroine, like the, the lead heroine, basically yeah. the, the, the final girl in the film, yeah. is running up behind them trying to escape. Yeah. And she's like humping away. And just as she gets to the door, she she has an orgasm and totally yeah. doesn't hear her back. It's just found why? Yeah. why. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Even thinking about it now, it's so fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. There is that again. There's this streak of black humor in it. Yeah, that adds so much to a boring it, premise. It's true. Also, yeah. they, they give. It's also not a bad looking film. It's not bad. I mean, to Could say. Use the color, I would all, say. All the Platinum Dunes films basically look the same, and of yeah. course, it's the same guy that did Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. Mm. Um, I was not expecting it. But the, there are. It doesn't look bad. Do you know what there else? Are, there are bits where it leans on the green filter too heavy, but that's. A little it. bit, yeah. yeah. Um, Jason, I think, is given a little bit more urgency. They, they've they've yeah. not they've not really changed the character as such, but it's just like an update for the sort of post. He doesn't amble around so much. No, it's the yeah. post scream era yeah. basically. So he's he's given a little bit of intelligence, like yeah. he sets traps, you know, yeah. and he becomes more of a hunter. Like he uses a crossbow, yeah, or yeah. like you know he injures the. Um, you get the. Um Bear trap, as yeah, well, right? yeah. The, the bear trap, or you know, he, he inj- like he throws the axe in the guy's back yeah. to use him as bait to lure yeah. the other ones out, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Um, there were also a couple of really excellent uh, bits of like misdirection in that film. Yeah, just sweet, you know, just mm. nothing amazing, but just like you know, when when she's in the shower and she pulls the curtain back and you expect him to be sort, of, you know, he'll jump yeah. out her, and then the camera cuts and it's her pulling back the curtain from the other side and he's standing behind her. Yeah. Just little things like that. It was just like oh, you've made an effort here. Yeah. Just, j- just make this as fun as possible. Yeah. Now we're not uh, saying this is like a five star. No, it's definitely not. It's like a high three, maybe low four. Yeah, I, if, if you like, m- maybe not even that. But it was. Well, just, do you yeah. know what? It was. It was fun. I had my fun out watching it. Yeah, it was definitely. I mean, I'd, if it came on, I'd watch it again. If it was on TV, I think. It helps that that ser- the the watermark for that series is set insanely fucking low. low. Yeah, yeah, and it's basically the best one because it, it just it takes depends if you count Freddy vs Jason as a Friday movie yeah. or, or a nightmare movie. It's more of a Friday it, movie. It, than it, it, it just basically condenses mm. elements of the first four films into like ninety minute. Well, I would say package. I would say Jason X, Freddy vs Jason, and that one, the remake. They're like the Holy Trinity yeah. of that terrible series. I mean, Jason Jason goes to hell is all right. And Jason Goes to Hell is fucking dire, man. <laughs> Jason Goes to Hell is bad, but with moments of violence that mm-hmm. are so over the top that I can't help but like them. Fair enough. I, it, I think it, it punches someone's face backwards. Yeah. And then there's that ridiculous sex scene at the tent where someone gets bisected. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah that, which just, is just, just that. Well, the thing that I love about that, and this is a fun fact, they put that in as a censored decoy. Mm. So that they'd cut that and leave in some of the other stuff, but they just yeah. left all of it in. Well, like, that was like, never meant to. There be are in interesting movie. elements in other bits, like the um, yeah. uh, Jason Six has like the bride of huge bride of Frankenstein like resurrection yeah, yeah, yeah. sequence. It's actually got production value and it's going a bit meta. Like the title sequence is basically the James Bond yeah. um, gun barrel yeah. thing. It's like now you're being self-aware and. It makes it feel really dated when they get to like yeah. Jason takes Manhattan and stuff. It's like it's it's totally it almost 
mm. pisses on the rest of the franchise at that yeah. point. You know, although maybe they didn't know it. Because yeah. but then they go back to generics, and it's like you can't really go back after you've done that. You're gonna have See, to step up your game. I'm glad we've talked about this because I don't want to do an episode about no, the Friday movies because no, they're the, all bollocks. They're not worth. No, they're they, not um, worth it. I'd say Friday Four is decent. Six is which is has, the one with Crispin Glover. That's Friday Four. Yeah, with the dance. That's um, the yeah. best scene ever. So. Yeah. Six has interesting bits. Yeah, Jason X is pretty entertaining. Freddy vs. Jason is awesome. Yeah, and the, the reboot, but fun. the reboot is great fun. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. that's it. The rest of that series is not worth anything. No, it's really not, <laughs> and it's not worth discussing anymore. No. And speaking of that, that cuts the end of our uh, thing. Of okay. course, there are countless more horror remakes. Yeah, and countless other things, <laughs> other points that I could have said about the, the other stuff. But we would be here. We would be here one day. Yeah. Um, it gives you a general overview as to why remakes are not a particularly good idea, but. When we do the Elm Street podcast, I will yeah. fucking go to town on that yeah. film because mm. it is one of the worst examples yeah, ever. It really, really is. But I'm saving that. Yeah, we'll probably do something else next time. And yeah, we'll, probably not horror. No, we'll and then we'll do, do try to lean away from horror. We'll try and do Nightmare after that. Yeah, because uh, I do want to do that, but I want to rewatch some of the crappier ones. Oh first. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely worth a rewatch yeah. to really get. Having said, now I'll say this because we'll talk about this on the show, but I want to say very briefly, I've been reluctant to watch Nightmare Five again. But I don't blame you. Nightmare 5 is bad, but compared to, like, say, one of these remakes we've been talking about, mm. at least it's got visual invention. Yeah. The, the you thing can't is, deny that. Yeah, the, the, what separates the Elm Street yeah. franchise from basically every other horror franchise is yeah. that every single installment of that series has some distinctive... Memorable. Y- memorable yeah. technique or yeah. style or it's... it's, it's, it's well, every installment is in the hands of a different director that gives it something unique. I'm thinking about it now in my head, and yeah. I can see each film in sequence, yeah. and immediately a scene from the film pops into my head. Yeah. They don't interchange. Exactly. I know which bit I'm thinking of. Even even the fucking yeah. remake is unique. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's like, you know, three, I'm thinking of the puppet. Yeah. Four, I'm thinking of the beach, the um, glove yeah. for the shot. Yeah. Five, I'm thinking of the force feeding. Yeah. Six, I'm thinking of the power glove. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I'm remembering yeah, yeah, yeah. this stuff. And when it comes to, say, the Saw movies, which we talked about last the, time, the old I don't remember one. which traps in which movie. That's it. Well, I yeah. wa- when we were doing the Saw ones, I watched them pretty much in a day. Yeah, terrible. they were. F- I got fucking fatigued by the yeah. end of it because yeah. I was like, "There's only so much torture you can take, yeah. man." And yeah. I was chugged out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on that, <laughs> on that classy note. We'll say goodnight. Yes, good Thanks night. for listening. Thanks for listening. See you keep, next time. keep listening and keep um, yeah. liking us and yeah. g- make comments and shit and yeah. tell, tell and us. And stay how much tuned you... for the remake of this podcast <laughs> coming this... in twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs>